Ah, oh, my goodness, I am out of practice. I messed that up. Oh, oh, welcome, friends, to the R and R show. Um, how are you? I'm doing fine. I am freezing at the moment. I imagine I'll probably start warming up in a little bit, or it'll get even colder in here, oh. and I'll have to hoodie it up for the whole show. Nice, nice. <laughs> I um, while you are freezing, I am sitting here in incredible pain. I'm taking one for the oh team right now. Uh, folks, right before we uh, went on air here, I was uh, letting Rado know that I my back is just one of those funny things. As you get a little old, up there in age, sometimes your body does funny things. And my back um, is just, I don't know if I twisted it while I was sleeping or whatever, but, oh, it is uh, painful right now. But you know what? It's not that bad. I'm going to get through this. And we're going to have some fun play, uh, talking about games yes. today, including our top 10 uh, games that uh, that you can gift. Yes. So. Folks, we we are uh, in it to win it, um, as they say. Do people still say that? You just said it. Your people. I, okay, cool. I, I think people of uh, our age probably don't. Um, are we really in it to win yeah. it anymore? I mean, hasn't our chance to win it passed long ago? And we have to step pretty, aside pretty for the much new in the winners mirror, who are trying yes. to win it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Kabuki Kid says I need to turn up my thermostat. Kabuki Kid, I am the cheapest man you will ever meet. Why why burn all that money when I could just put on a hoodie? Come on. That's just the way it works at, at you know, that, Shea Ham. That's funny. That's pretty much how we, we do it here as well. Um, if it gets Unless it gets really, really cold, we'll put on the heater. But for the most part, hey, throw on an extra blanket or throw on a hoodie or whatever. You yep, know? yep, yep. Uh, I think Head of Metal uh, nailed it. We're not in it to win it. Uh, we are in it for the naps <laughs> at this point. <laughs> nice, yeah. Oh, naps are the best thing. And, I, you know, I've always enjoyed naps. I, even when I was a young man, I, you know, naps are just great. Um, I, I try to take a power nap um, on a regular basis. I, I love those 20-minute power naps in the middle of the day. Um, not, you know, anything longer than that, I get drowsy. But, like, 15 to 20 minutes, like, I'm good to go for the rest of the day. It's because I don't drink coffee anymore. So that, that's mm. my way of uh, I up. Naps have always been a no-no for me. If I take a nap during the day, it will completely destroy my ability to sleep at night. And I actually sleep really solidly. Oh. I My head hits the pillow. I'm gone uh, for, like, a solid oh, chunk wow. of time. But if I nap, it's all out the window. So I try not to very much. Oh, hey, okay. uh, Tim Riel of the uh of the i don't know if it's award-winning but what the heck we'll say award-winning twitch game show codenames yes. live everybody say hi to tim first time chatter hey tim how you doing hi tim. um i i just chatted with tim we had a little uh conversation on uh, facebook uh messenger earlier today I, it was really nice to talk to him and uh, let me guess it we was, may or may not have things uh yes, planned. it was a we'll, conversation uh, where he just put you a full court press to say you've got to appear on codenames live <laughs> This following Monday, uh, yeah, Tim lives for that, and uh, I I respect him for That's it. Great, he is a consummate, yeah. always on. He's in it to win it for sure. Definitely, and you you and Shay were great on Codenames Live. Uh, was it last? Or no, it was like two uh, yeah, weeks ago, yeah, two it? weeks ago. And I, I will say, Shay was great. I I was present. Uh, the only thing I brought really? to the table was the mustache, which I'm very sorry for anybody who's disappointed the mustache didn't make it. I mean, my God! How do people uh, have mustache? How do you do it? It just—it's just—it's just there. It's just, you just get used to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, It's—I'm uh, not gonna lie. It does get a little itchy mm -hmm. sometimes, but you know what? Yeah, maybe I'll go for the mustache in your honor. Maybe I'll shave Ooh, some of this off. Now, we'll see. Uh, has anybody seen that in the chin? new year? How long has it been since that chin has seen the light of day? It's been a while, my friend. So, okay, here's one I've shaved. I always shave 
uh, like full on, like the beard, mustache, everything goes whenever I travel internationally. So the last time I was to the Philippines was in 2019 or 2018. So it's been three years since this has seen the light of the uh, light of day. Now, that's why specifically? Do you have family back there that are uncomfortable with facial hair or something? No, no. Two, so here's two reasons. Number one, the Philippines is freaking okay. hot, man. It is so <laughs> hot. But here's the second reason. Second reason, I'll be honest. TSA, I don't want to deal with them. Try to jump on an international flight with my skin tone and a bunch of hair oh, on your face. Wow. You're definitely going to get pulled over. Wow. Yep. So that's that's one of the reasons. But mainly because it's okay. hot. <laughs> uh, a, a fun silly reason and oh really kind of a downer reminding us of the world we live in reason right? so you've, you've run the gamut there yeah. well done sir you've entertained <laughs> and you've informed nicely done exactly that's what that's what we live for here on the rnr show yep. well folks we're here to do all kinds of things we'll be talking about games shortly when we actually start the proper rnr show we are in the rnr pre-show right now where we just wait for people to show up because that's the way twitch works speaking of which um, Twitch aficionados in the audience. We were just talking about this. We couldn't come up with a conclusion. We figured we'd ask y'all. Um, so all Twitch shows have their like coming soon, five minute, ten minute reel. I try to make it fun by actually showing games, you know, play, played at super speed. But the other f- weird thing that we're doing that's different than most people uh, is that we are starting it five minutes before our appointed launch time. So we go live at noon, and we actually start the thing at twelve fifty-five. Although I kind of messed it up this week because I just totally forgot to push all the buttons. I think I reverted back to the earlier days when Ruel pushed all the buttons. I well, when, when's the show gonna start? All oh, right, I have to start the show. <laughs> um, so is that weird? Um, would it be better to um, go the other way and say no? You know what? Uh, we, uh, nothing is on the channel at eleven fifty-five. At noon, the countdown begins. Uh, I, I really have no idea which way to go. I'm curious if anybody in the audience uh, has anything to say. And in the meantime, thank you, Headbanging Maniac, for following. And uh, Sprite Knight DX and the Charity Board Gamer, all these you were a couple of hours ago. Thanks, everybody, for following. That's very nice as well. Um, yes. 12.55 isn't 5 to noon. Well, I meant to say 11.55, Goblin. Smarty pants. Uh, <laughs> goblin, keeping you... Keeping it honest yep. over here. Yeah, friends, so let us know what you think. Do we go, like, do we start the starting soon sign at 11.55, or do we start it exactly at noon? Yep. Let us know. I know from my experience here on Twitch, like, I've seen streamers do it really? both ways, where they'll just, yeah, they'll just have a starting stream right at their scheduled time, and they just, they don't even have a oh, countdown. Really? They just, whenever they go live, yeah, they'll just, it'll say starting uh, soon, it'll have some music, and then all of a sudden, like, five to ten minutes in, there they are. But then other people I know, they do what we do, where we start at five minutes or ten minutes beforehand, and then we actually come up live like yeah. this right at yeah, the scheduled yeah. time. Okay. Wow, lots of new followers. Thank you, yes. friends. And don't forget, if you have an Amazon Prime account, folks, you get one free subscription per month. And you can use that here or, you know, just by clicking the uh, subscribe button. Look at you go, Ruel, actually being the professional in the room. Uh, folks, actually, if you look up at the top <laughs> of the screen, you'll see we've got all kinds of goals. Um, you know, I'm hoping by the end of the year that we'll hit 1,000 followers. Uh, I think that's achievable, fingers crossed. I do, And too. thank you to Foglight yeah. and E. Lackey and Headbanging Maniac for, help, for helping us do that. And if we do, if we get to that 1,000, we will, uh, you know, I don't know if you will, 
or if it'll just be me in the audience. But we'll do a very special top 10 unlike anybody else in the industry has ever done before. But we also want those subs. And if you are an Amazon Prime member and you do not realize it, you can subscribe for free to the channel, uh, giving us a little bit of monetary support. And it's good for you, too, because you will not see ads for a solid month, the month that you are subscribed. And And that's pretty much it. Most channels, you just do it to avoid the ads or to support the show. We give you a little something more. I don't know if anybody's actually scrolled down. If you're watching in a browser, uh, if you look at the panels down below, there's the coming soon panel. Oh, which I have to fix because we're going live again tomorrow. That coming soon is probably lying. I might have to fix that in a second. But one of them is a subscriber panel where if you subscribe to the show, which again is free if you're an Amazon Prime member, um, you get special extra stuff. Two things I'm doing right now. One, letting you see some of the old rambles, which are Patreon-exclusive videos. And uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. The one that's up right now is a super-duper deep dive into 2020, where I talked about hundreds of games. Uh, games we got rid of, games we kept. It was I think it went for like two hours. So if you subscribe and help us get closer to unlocking another RVR episode, uh, you can watch that. And also... Uh, it seems like most people really like this the new way we're doing secret words where people have to find the secret word. There have been a few people yes. who say, oh, it's really high pressure. I, I'm afraid I'm going to miss it. I can't really just relax and listen. Well, you know what? If you subscribe, we just tell you. It's right down there. Yep. We will tell you when the secret <laughs> word happens so you can just chillax. And you can feel a little better knowing that you're supporting the show as well. And if you're an Amazon member, it's free. Thank you, Night2E4. Subscribe with Prime this very minute, and we are one step closer nice. to unlocking RVR number two. Woohoo! It worked. Thank you, Night Two E Four. Also, like, yeah, that was fantastic. And I just want to shout out all the people in chat: uh, James Brazil, uh, Kabuki Kid, Thinker Themer is. Oh, in the good house. morning. Thank you, I believe it must yes. be Amy because I believe Amy is the early riser, yeah. not Maggie. Right, right. <laughs> so, thank you, friends, for joining us. Really appreciate it. And uh, just going on over chat as well. It seems like people are sort of like, as far as yeah. starting the show right at noon, they're they're okay with that, but they're also okay with just starting at eleven fifty-five. I don't think there's any real. All right, it's time for a poll. The audience, right now. We're polling yeah. it. Let's let's rock All that All right, a uh, new poll. Should we start countdown? Or yeah, when should R and R count? down start 11 55 12 uh, high noon all right and uh and and you know and and i've been Tim told one minute is not well. enough Thank so i'm gonna you, make Tim. it three minutes long okay okay nice. if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Much appreciated, Tim. Appreciate the support, my friend. And um, we are now at 70 out of 100. Wow. It's getting close. Cool, cool. Oh, oh, seriously? Oh, and wow. Bigger, uh, okay, we might jump up a bit sooner. Yeah. My assumption was by the end of the year, we'll hit 1,000 subscribers. Sometime in December, we will you know, hit the 150 so, we'll, so that in December, we'll do another RVR. Um, you know, if, yes. if, 
if if trends continue. The the third one, um, where people can just you know donate bits or tips. If you just go to tips.rado.com and donate cash directly, that's gonna um, you know I that's a long term one. You know, maybe in a few months that'll happen. At which point, that particular month, yeah. I will do a full extra run through, stream live on Twitch, so people can see all of, you know the the in betweens and all of that kind of stuff too. So that's long term. We've yeah. got short term, mid term, and long term goals. That seems reasonable. Um, yes, Absolutely. Tim. The the uh, uh, that is a good point. Tim brings up that the subs are monthly. So, mm-hmm. and uh, how would that work? Well, here's the interesting thing. That poll does not. The um, you can see the uh, unlock the RVR episode at 149 sub points because if you subscribe at a higher level, you create more points. That doesn't reset um, when when the end of the month resets. So that's just going to be a cumulative. As soon as this many people do it, we will hit it. Um, as soon as that many people hit, and then once we do, I assume we'll restart. And I don't know, maybe we'll take a month off. I hadn't really thought about this at all. Because it's all very, very yeah. confusing. Yeah. This whole Twitch thing, I'm still learning. <laughs> hey, I've been on Twitch for a year and a half. I'm still learning. So you, you have uh, grasped it much faster than I have. So I'm now I'm learning from you, man. So um, oh yeah, you, you whatever you figure out, share share the knowledge. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, Tim Real. Also, thank you very much for subscribing with Prime. Okay, ever closer, yeah. ever closer uh to the big goals and let's see we have okay i would say three minutes is too long i guess i should set these for two minutes because i I, you know this ship has sailed high noon is not making a comeback uh, at this point it doesn't No, it's it's 11 55 is locked in yeah that's 79 of the vote so far um also folks uh, if you you know one of the things that we unlocked it's going to be happening tomorrow Uh, actually you all unlocked it uh the rvr show so we usually do r and r now we're doing rvr so we're going to play a game tomorrow. Have we announced the game already? Um, we did uh, in passing, but go ahead and do okay. it again. Yeah, so tomorrow uh, we are going to be playing at uh, high noon here tomorrow, Rolling Realms from Stonemaier Games. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, roll and write game that uh, Jamie Stegmaier came up with during the pandemic, actually, last year. And uh, he basically developed it in real time um, last year throughout, you know, on his Facebook Live channel, his YouTube channel. I played like an early version. I think he went through like 10 iterations. Mm. Uh, he was just putting it out on print and play. And he was just doing it to, you know, have the, uh, give something, a game to, for someone, to, uh, people to play during the pandemic. And it got such a great response that they actually produced the game, a physical version. And when you see the physical version, folks, like I just got my copy in, what, two weeks ago. Those dice are some of the chunkiest dice you will ever see in a board game. They are fantastic. Oh, they're, they're, they are, they are so, ridiculous, quite frankly, those dice. They're totally, yeah. I would say they're ridiculous. Yes, I they, wouldn't do say Do the that, kids still say that? That's the difference between you and me. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so tomorrow <laughs> at noon we'll be playing. And if anybody out there owns a copy of Rolling Realms, they can play along as well. Can Is, is there is is the, pr- the print and play still available? Can people print out their own versions uh, of cards? I believe, the, uh, you know, I haven't compared the... Um, uh, fin- the final product, I have not compared that to the latest version, because I think the one I played might have been like version uh-huh. 10, and I don't know if they went up to like uh, version 12 or something like that, but uh, we, folks, you could check, and you know, um, honestly, you can still play with the older versions, because you're still just going off the dice rolls, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, well, okay, we'll yeah. look into that when uh, we'll announce tomorrow, because everybody should be able to play along with us who can show up tomorrow, and you'll yep. be able to play after the fact, too, because it's a bingo-style game. Now, I've noticed Goblin981 uh, 981 would like to point out that we are balanced volume-wise, but he thinks it's a little low. I can crank it up. I have it pretty much cranked as far as it'll go without me crushing my microphone. Um, so, 
I'll bring it up. I don't know. I'll bring it up a couple of dBs. But I don't want to go up too high because okay. I'm so loud. I mean, it can get really crunchy. But let me just go on ahead and bring yeah. up a couple dBs as well. Yeah. Maple Maven says sounds good yeah. there. So Maple Maven said it's okay. Um, yep. Um, Kabuki says Redonculus Ruel keeping it hip for the kids. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's, sure it's very yeah. hip. I'm sure all the kids are saying Redonculus on Pro a regular basis. I, I, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Kabuki gets happy with that. Okay, yeah, it cool. might be so you, God. Again, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. But seeing as how you're yeah. one of the only people so, who know how to use your channel points, I'm I'm listening. I'm get, I'm going to get better at spotting <laughs> when people uh, use their channel points to do highlights and stuff like that. We're going to we're, we're yeah. still learning. And, yeah, and speaking of yes. channel points, we actually uh, there was something mm. that was unlocked last week, right? I didn't even mean to throw to that, but look at that. You just did that. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, By the way, folks, perfect. if you look down at the bottom, you can see there's that little cursive R for Rotto. The longer you watch, the more points you get. You can click on that to spend those points to make us do things. And, um, oh, we and we just, oh, whoa. Mazgoth just gave us a, there can only be one. Oh, Mazgoth. Does it appear in the chat? Does anybody see it? Because I'd just like to pretend this one didn't happen. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. Okay. Oh, there's another I, one. I, okay, Mazgoth, um, and this one's totally for me. Fable 2 versus Brink. Ah. Wow. Those are my babies. Those are my babies, Nazgoth. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Wow. How, How do you make me choose between my babies? I've joked wow. before it was a Sophie's <laughs> Choice. That's a real one. Now, what does that mean? I guess, does it mean that I strike one from existence? I strike one, the existence of actually creating? Because for folks who don't know, I was a video game designer for 20 years. Two of my biggest games were Fable 2 and Brink. Um, it, it, you know, if he put siphon filter, I'd always have to pick siphon filter. If we're saying, oh, if it strikes from existence because siphon filter put me on the map. Um, I say, yeah, how, how do we define what, what, one. what, how am I deciding which one disappears? Yeah. The, you know, the one that disappears is no longer in okay, existence. Okay. It's not, which That's... is my favorite, which is the one do I think is the better yeah. game? It's which one. It's just, which one would you strike? Yes, yeah. Which existence? one gets the baby Hitler treatment? <laughs> wow um and that's so that's much i mean that's that's, that's like over half a decade of my life just disappearing in the blink of an eye because of nazgoth um wow of the two there is which no game did you work longer that? on which game did you work uh fable on? fable uh fable 2 fable. was uh was a bit over three years brink was a bit over two years fable okay. 2 there's no two ways about it it was much more stressful um yeah, I mean, I mean, that was the first time in my career where I actually started getting high blood pressure and stuff like that. Oh, because no. I I Yikes. love Peter Molyneux as a person. I think he's a great, generous, wonderful person. As a coworker, as a boss, oh my gosh, he could be. Um, it, it was very challenging. Uh, I, I my complaint was I had all the responsibility and none of the control. Is the situation I found myself in on Fable Two. So on, Got I mean, whereas Brink was a joy. There were some problems, mostly working with our publisher, who was actively trying to run us out of business so by not paying us on a timely huh? basis so they could buy us up for oh, cheap, geez. which they had done with other publishers. And so we were just barely oh. scraping by trying to survive getting that game done. But those weren't really my day-to-day -day responsibilities. And at the end <coughs> of the day, I think mm -hmm. I'm more proud of Brink. Actually, um, oh, who was it? Oh, uh, Man vs. Meeple. Oh, who? 
uh, Ryan of Man vs. Meeple came up to me when I was at Board Game Geek last week. He was in college when Brink came out, and he just wanted to say thank you because it gave him so many hours you know, uh, of joy and how he appreciated that it was a game ahead of its time. If it had come out post-Overwatch, it probably would have blown up, but it came out at a time it was too advanced. It was doing things that nobody understood what, what it was. I am wow. certainly prouder. That's cool. I mean, Brink is more of a personal reflection of me. As a designer, whereas you know, Fable, a lot of me is in that game too. But you know, there's a lot of compromises. That that was a much bigger project. I'm proud of the end result. Although, I mean, I yeah. look at I, I, I actually I can look at both those games, and all I see is the flaws, all the things that if I could get back in time and I would go back and fix. Nazgoth is apologizing uh, too late. <laughs> I think I would. Uh, oh, and then of course there's the relationships. Um, I built really strong relationships on both teams. That's unfair. I have to remove that up. That, that would be unfair because, I mean, uh, you know, who do I like more, Ed or Dean? I can't do that. I mean, that's impossible. So I'm going to put that aside. I I feel like you're going to go with Fable just because Brink seems like it's a little more – There's an uh, easy I mean, way to it go. It costs high blood pressure. Um, you know? I made more money working for uh, – because I was a creative okay. director on Fable when Lionhead got bought by Microsoft, which meant I saw a little something-something. Actually, everybody saw a little oh, something, okay. something. I saw. So if it's just in terms of if General Hero Chi said Fable, we want that Fable money. We didn't get much money on Brink. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll stick with Fable too. But honestly, wow, that, that's that's crass commercialism coming out. That's um, <laughs> uh, in a true representation of my heart. It would be Brink. Wow, that's yeah. ma- mean. But you know, you got to pay the bills. Wow, what? what wow. <laughs> that, that- Nazgoth, see what you did? <laughs> yep. Well, he, he, he got good use out of those channel points. And he, yeah. we're not done because Dr. Diminisher um, also requested one. Tekenu versus Pharaoh. Now, do you know both of these? I, I have not played You have not played you, so it's all either. me all the time. Throw some stuff at Gruel, folks. You can go to GabioLibrary.com. Yeah, I'm familiar with both, but I have not played either. My gut is actually Pharaoh, which I think would be shocking to most people. Really? Tekenu is great, but... um, Oh, and thank you, Goblin981. Loved Brink. Wish people played it. Me too. I I mean, of all the games I ever worked, I mean, Brink is the one I would like to sit down and play right this second. I'm so proud of it. Uh, Tekenu is great, but uh, I had a couple of issues with the two-player. Pharaoh was just about perfect. And while I think Tekenu is probably the more impressive game, it's the more ambitious one, it does more things, it's cooler with its, its obelisk and stuff like that, I think overall, right. the whole picture, I'd go with Pharaoh. Interesting. I, I would have pegged you as a Tekenu yeah, yeah. guy. So oh, and I, I don't mean to, yeah. to, to downplay the Tekenu. Tekenu is great. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, Tekenu, to be at its ideal, you um, have to bring in the bot for the, uh, the solo bot into two-player to kind of uh, make up for some shortcomings. Pharaoh didn't need anything like that. Pharaoh was just, just worked. Okay, so cool. I've done. Um, right. I'd like to. All right, I've done. There can be only one. Mark is complete. There can yep. be only one. Takenu versus Pharaoh. Oh no! Cabal uh, uh, X just threw one in under the wire. I think that the audience is only allowed three. Zolkin three versus Teotihuacan. Yeah. Now don't forget we have we still. Have I know we still have the one we were starting week. to talk about. Right. Zolkin versus Teotihuacan. Yeah. Um, I know you played Zolkin, but yeah. have you played Teotihuacan? Zolkin Teotihuacan. Oh my gosh! Have you played both? I've, okay, yes, then this I've is you. This is all Teotihuacan, you. Teotihuacan, but yeah, the Teotihuacan I've played the most recently. Mm-hmm. I've most played most recently. That oh my gosh! Again, really two brilliant games. Uh, they both make my head hurt. So you have that. <laughs> um, so 
either one I choose, it's definitely making my head hurt. But in yeah, a good yeah, way, yeah, right? yeah. in that that gamery brain burning, I, I enjoy that. Oh man, you got the cool like dials there, yeah, all the gears. Sulkin. Then you have the awesome pyramid. Those no, no, no. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah building the pyramid, right? Yes, which is very nice, very yes. satisfying. Yeah, it's really cool. I I think because I played it most recently, and I, I just I really enjoy the experience. Tale to Waka. Yeah, that, that's that's my choice. Yeah, that's the Gasp. one. Gasp! That's a no brainer. That's totally a Zulkin. Um, wow. for, for in, in this wow. household, there's no two ways about it. Tale Wakan, but only because it's fresher in your mind. You're saying. I, I believe so. Uh, Zulkin's been so long since I played it, and um, I, I need to remedy that, honestly, that, because I, I remember it was a fantastic game. It is amazing, game, yeah. But, yeah. Wow. Okay, but now, okay, we're going so back to what we are, because um, last week, Zeta Rec, in the closing minutes of the show, requested an argument. It's actually my favorite one, Monty mm-hmm. Python style. I'd like to buy an argument. And uh, Zeta Rec did, <laughs> and we didn't have time to do it, so... Um, we could argue about anything, and we tend to agree. We could argue about Teotihuacan versus Zulkin, quite frankly. But I think they're both Actually, a bit... I, I think I, I've got a solider base on that, so that wouldn't be fair, necessarily. Yeah, Because yeah, they're so. both fresh in my mind. I just want to point out that we have a new subscriber the? with Prime. Duck of Death TV... Is Duck, it Duck, Duck of Death, Death, v- Death the Fifth, I'm going to assume, is what that V the is fifth. for. Um, I like that name because it reminds... It, it's a it's a throwback to the uh, Clint Eastwood movie, Unforgiven. Is it? Um, do you remember that? I one? remember the movie Unforgiven. There was a, a so there was um, the guy the the character played by I think Richard Harris and he was uh, he was an assassin and uh, Gene Hackman's character beats him down and uh, he was uh, he had a biographer with him um, writing a book about the Duke of Death but Gene Hackman kept calling. Him oh my god! Duck and Duck of Death confirms you are correct. That is the reference. Nice. Wow! Right. Impressive. Thank you. I have some knowledge of random. Jeez, Louise. Um, I'm. I, uh, I, all of a sudden, I can't even. Th- I can't even remember the most iconic line from the movie. You know, the the old tired man. Uh, you know, what what is the most common line for, quoted from uh, Unforgiven? From Unforgiven. Yeah. Oh, now that's driving me nuts. Um, the audience will know. Um, yeah, audience will know. Um, I gosh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, I just remember Clint Eastwood was like that old weathered. You know, gunslinger. Um, he gone back to. Uh, it's a oh, okay. Yeah, Duck of Death knows it. Of course he does. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah, killing a man. Oh, Kabuki Kid. Yes, deserves and got deserves nothing got to nothing to do with it. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, uh, as Gene Hackman's characters lie there dying, I'll see you in hell, William Money, and he just points at. Oh yep. man! Now I need Bang. to watch the movie. Oh, so All good. I could think of that, actually was <laughs> Kurt Russell from Tombstone. You tell him I'm coming. And hell's coming with me! That's all I could think of. Wrong Western, man. <laughs> all right. So, um, thus ends the uh, Western quote portion of the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, we still have to do an argument. And what we talked about before yeah. was, um, and in honor of the fact that at midnight tonight, West Coast time, the new Hawkeye MCU show is going to start on Disney+, Plus, and I will be there at midnight watching... Um, with a gallon of ice, or a tub of ice cream, a pint of ice cream, and I can't wait. Um, I, it recently occurred to me when I just happened to offhand mention that, of course, Hawkeye is the best Avenger from the MCU. And Rill said, well, I guess we've got something to argue about. So, um, I put it to you, sir. Uh, oh, and wait, you know, hold on a second. I even set this up because I knew, I mean, I didn't know all this other stuff was coming. You tell him I'm coming and the audience is coming with me. I didn't know that. But, uh, <laughs> folks, it's time 
for an R and argument. You like that? There it is. You like that? The, I love that. Wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> the hard argument. All right. Oh, my gosh. I, I think uh, the audience is against okay. me, so I will lead. Of course, Hawkeye is the best Avenger in the MCU. This is totally putting comic books aside um, because he's the most human. I mean, obviously, he is uh, you know, our um, you know, avatar for us being in this world. But beyond that, I would say he's the bravest because, as he himself says, I'm just a guy with a bow. None of this makes any sense. But I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do my job. That line where he is trying to, um, you know, basically get Wanda to step up is, I think, one of the defining moments of the entire MCU. I'm getting goosebumps just only even quoting half of it. And obviously all my brain uh, for quoting movies is uh, gobbled up by the MCU, so I can't remember any uh, classic westerns anymore. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Knights Around the Table. Just rate us with a party of 12. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi there. You Welcome. just stepped into an R and argument is what we're in the middle of. Um, yeah, we're talking about Hawkeye, yay or nay. Well, no, no, no. You um, have to give up something I'm... else because I propose Hawkeye is the best character in the MCU. Don't worry. We will talk about games soon. We will actually do the R&R show. <laughs> this is the pre-show. And somebody paid for yeah, an R&R argument. So, um, and uh, thanks for the follow, BDM. And, uh, you know, and everybody else. Oh, we thanked Duck of Death. Yes. All right. That's what prompted all this movie stuff. So, yes. um, who who would you say is the best Avenger then? Oh, Spider Man, of course. He's mm. Spider Man is the greatest superhero of all Marvel comics, movies, you name it. He is my absolute favorite. Peter Parker and or Miles Morales, you cannot top that because I mean I have a, I, it's very nostalgic for me. It's sentimental, you know. As we all know, you know when Peter Parker is in high mm-hmm. school and he's being picked on and he's you know, coming to terms with being a teenager and he's a dork and he loves, um, uh, uh, what's her name, Mary Jane, but he doesn't know how to yeah. express himself, but he can express himself through the wonders of his superpowers. And that's what superheroes are all about. Superpowers. Hawkeye's got a bow. Yeah. Yay. Actually, I well, mean, first of all, for the record, I mean, I know we're putting the comic books aside, but comic book Peter Parker in high school was a total dick. He was an asshole who was what? bullied, um, but wanted to be the bully. Uh, and everybody forgets that. Everybody thinks, oh, it's Tobey Maguire, but, cute, lovely, uh, you, know, uh, you know, cuddly yeah. Peter Parker. That's not the real Peter yeah. Parker. Um, if anything, Andrew but Garfield's then, Peter Parker was closest to the real Peter Parker. But then that, was, that led to the lesson that he learned from his Oh, no, no, Uncle he ben. kept up with that afterwards. Yes, he did. If you go back and watch the original Ditko Lee run, the first 50 uh, episodes, you can't watch them. If you go back and read them, it's a common through line. Um, He was, I mean, his dickishness and selfishness led to Uncle Ben's death. um, And, you know, and he was something he struggled with and tried to be better, but he was petty. He was petty as all get out. And it wasn't really until he went to college that he started to truly grow up. I mean, that's one of the reasons that yeah. makes Peter Parker and Spider-Man the greatest superhero of all time, because they were actually doing stuff like that, which nobody else was doing at the exactly. time. I am no just going to um, completely uh, you know, uh, knock it off as irrelevant, because Spider-Man's not an Avenger. Uh, at best, because he literally turned down a speed in the Avengers... Um, you know, in his own films when it was offered. And then, I'm probably going to stay away from spoilers, Uh, he was basically given an honorary, oh, you happen to be in the room. I guess everybody in the room right now is an Avenger. Uh, um, You know, uh, know, regular, random random mage from, uh, you know, the Sanctum Sanctorum, number 17 is an Avenger. Spider-Man is as much an Avenger as they are. 
quite frankly. Yeah, but that's what made it so awesome in the MCU. They they created a position for him. He didn't have to go through an interview process. He didn't have to provide references. They just said, you're so awesome. You're part of the Avengers now, <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> if I had been in the room, I would be an Avenger at this point. Um, Howard the no. Duck is an Avenger. The thing is, when I said Avengers, I was obviously talking about the big five. Hawkeye, Black Widow, yeah. Captain America, I, Thor, uh, and uh, uh, Hulk. I see. Yeah. So, Iron Man, yeah. I mean, I would have to go with Iron Man. That's that's out of the the OG. See, and that's what uh, I would Avengers. assume would most people her. would go with. And and I got to give yeah. it to Tony Stark. I mean, if it had not been for Robert Downey Jr., none of this would have existed if he hadn't knocked it out of the park right. so much. I mean, if Iron Man had been and as I well received remember- as Hulk, that I mean, yeah. Marvel would probably be closed up shop by now. Quite frankly, having sold yeah. off the, the rest of what it had. Um, and yeah, I guess if you secretly want to be Elon Musk then sure, he's, he's, he's great. Um, I choose the family man. I choose the man who doesn't hide behind armor and who also, by the way, doesn't share that armor with his friends who could definitely use some of that armor, quite frankly. Um, never mind the fact, I mean, there are, there are a lot of articles or, you know, it's a meme about how, um, you know, the win-loss ratio for the Avengers, uh, they're like, you know, every time Hawkeye is fighting alongside them, they win. Every time he's not, they lose. Every single time, without exception. Really? Yep. Um, it's four losses without him, nine wins with him. Uh, you know, he's the one who brought, I mean, oh, if it hadn't been for him, would Wanda have come? If it hadn't been for him on that rainy night, would Thor be dead? Any other S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, would they wow. have just killed okay. Thor when he was mortal and could have been killed? Hawkeye did not. Um, you know, uh, you know yeah. who, who, who is Steve Rogers going to call when he's on the run? Hawkeye. Um, you know, who is the one in the Triskelion who, um, you know, when, uh, Tony Stark thought, well, yep, this is all your guys' fault. This is all on you. Hawkeye's the one in the jail who talked him down. And then in the very next scene, uh, Iron Man said, no, okay, I do have to stand by my friends because of what Hawkeye said. Hawkeye is the best, better than all the rest. Pretty, pretty compelling argument there. I I want to shout out, uh, in chat, uh, TB... Tibby Baloo says um, Hawkeye should have died instead of Black Widow. That's their uh, comment. <laughs> and I believe that was originally uh, the writer's intent. And I believe yeah, right. uh, Scarlett Johansson right. said, no, I want this um, as like the ultimate. Because, I mean, it's so important to her arc that, um, you know, because everything she had done, I mean, I, with this whole show, we, we could just do another show about MCU. We can't go on about this forever because we do yeah. eventually have to. Um, am I okay with Rado, yeah. uh, says uh, t- uh, Tibby throws that's, the, the that's Ronin the point part. That's I going to bring up. Yeah, remember at the end game, I mean, he just went off the deep How end. many people did um, Steve Rogers murder in World War II? He was running around with a Gatlin gun, killing people left and right, and they were just doing their job. Um, how many people does Tony Stark kill in the first movie? Um, just by, oh, I don't care, I'm just going to fire off some rockets and kill everybody I see. Um, how many people did <laughs> Hulk kill in what Johannesburg? Um, and of course, um, you know, how many decades, or you know, how how many hundreds of people did? I mean, actually, I think they say in the red, uh, the uh, Black Widow movie, how many she killed. Um, you know, they they all have some very very dark chapters. Um, and um, you know, and it's hard that Black Widow had to sacrifice herself to redeem herself and to give him a chance at redemption as well. So yeah, I could do this all day. Uh, oh, by the way, there you go. I could do this all day, says Steve Rogers. 
yeah, they, they have a lot of these heroes have dirt on their yep, hands. Yep, yep. So. Yeah, this has been fantastic. This is great. I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe so much. I cannot wait for Hawkeye tonight. Very excited after Loki right. was so great and WandaVision was so great and there were no other shows. Were you a big comic book? I was a huge comic book comic- kid growing up. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, same here. Um, but, you know, it's as excited as I was to see the MCU, you know, grow and develop. I, I just I, I haven't watched them all. And that's one of those things. I don't know why. I just, you know, I enjoy most of what I've seen. I, I just I haven't watched uh, all of them yet. So I don't know. I, I will watch. First Hawkeye. time chatter gonna... over on 2000 to quote Arnold. But they were all bad. They were all bad. <laughs> Which we could have an argument about best on Schwarzenegger movie at some point because I'd make a strong argument for True Lies. Even though it's now a problematic movie, it's still so yeah. amazing. It, yeah, I, I wish it, it had been a bit more probably, uh, forward-thinking. Um, but, oh man, it's such a great action movie. You know what's a great action? Okay, well, real quick. Uh, totally underrated. It's my favorite, one of my favorite bad movie, good bad movies of all time, Commando. That movie was so ridiculous, but it's Arnold at his peak uh, Arnold. Yes, it's definitely, amazing. yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a terrible movie, <laughs> but it, it's so much fun. Plus, yeah, so we got some Commando love in there. There you go. The OG Terminator is great. I love Terminator 2 as well. Um, True Lies, yeah, it does have some problems now. But looking back, when it came out, that was a huge mm-hmm. hit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and still has my favorite um, you know, fisticuffs fight scene in any movie in all of history. You know, that, that fight between Arnold and the terrorists, uh, you know, the big, strong guy in the bathroom, where really? they just pretty much ripped the whole place apart. The music in that yeah, is really? just That's... so perfect. I can hear every single beat of the music in that fight. And, you know, I put that over, um, you know, Neo versus Smith at the end of The Matrix. I put that over everything. I love that one fight scene oh. so much. Um, my, my favorite fight scene yes. of all time uh, for a movie called, um, gosh, now I can't think of it. Oh, the... Uh, they live. By oh, Harvard. sure, in in the, the alley. Yeah, the that alley. Is, that is Those great. Guys just, that is fantastic. Roddy Piper, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. Um, I think we've done enough of the pre-show now. Um, so we're here to actually fun. do a real show. And uh, thanks for coming along, everybody. So we've got to get ready. Uh, let me go on ahead and, and get stuff set up. Make sure I've got the. Um... Oh no, we don't. We have to give away a game. Oh yeah. We're not well, let's done. Get, let's give away it's contest time. <laughs> oh man, we got so much to we do. Got so wrapped up in all these movies and stuff. Oh my god. Okay, gosh. contest time, folks. Last week, um, there we said a secret word. It was acrylic, and uh, if you spotted when we said it, you are entered. And let me go on. Let me just check email really quick to make sure no last second entries showed up. It often happens. Oh. I'm refreshing Outlook. I'll give it a second, and if not, we will head on over to the browser nope nothing okay so there's about 300 we used to get about a thousand when we had to hide the secret word but now people have to look for it it's much tougher to find so your chances of winning go up significantly uh all right so let me find my browser this is for keep the heroes out which is an excellent cooperative dungeon defense game um the, the components are fantastic let me go on ahead and pull up the wheel of names which i've already loaded up Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Lucky everybody. winner is going to be very, very happy with this game. Here we go. Oh, there's a lot of names. Oh, a lot of names on that nice. wheel. Nice. And and the winner, the winner is, is, is Christoph Bartholomew. 
Christoph Barthel Barthelemy. Congratulations, Christoph. Congrats, 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 Christoph. congrats Christoph. And my apologies to everybody else who entered. Keep trying. You'll, <laughs> you'll once, once you've done it about 400 times, the odds will be in your favor. You'll eventually win one. <laughs> but that was we're a good giving one. We're giving away stuff every week. You have a pretty good, have a pretty good shot at it. Yes, folks, exactly. So. Every week. Um, and we will be giving away this week a uh, $50 oh, gift certificate. Oh. oh, we have one more thing before we have to start. Because, of course, by the way, I, by the way, I, come yeah, up. apparently I'm echoing in this I'm sorry, scene. What? Rado? Okay. Uh, apparently, chat said in that scene. Oh, I, I know exactly why. Let's see. Hold on a second. Don't talk for a second. I want. I, this, is, this is something I'd want to fix. All right. So I've done. Let's see. Oh, I need to. Where is that? Oh, I'm not looking at the wrong thing. I need to look at this. Microphone. Ah, oh, yes. Okay. So that means I have to eliminate this. Boom. Thank you for letting me know, because we would have been echoey throughout the entire show. I wanted to be able to get the sound for the wheel, which I assume everybody heard. But that means I've got the sound from you and Skype, and then the sound from Windows meant you were doubling up. Okay, There's still it. a lot to learn with uh, OBS. I'll figure that out later. Thank you, Kabuki and uh, you, and Jim. others, uh, Tim, uh, um, for... Uh, Goblin wants to know, are we guaranteeing 400 episodes? I don't know. <laughs> One a week? That's... That's wow. a long time. We've been. This is is this number seventeen? We're at number seventeen. Now? Number seventeen of four hundred. Seventeen. Okay. Wow. Um, I have no. Comment I, on that. Indeed, a, indeed, a yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll see how things go. Um, exactly. If we can keep fine. I mean, exactly. I don't know. We'll see if we get sick of each other before too terribly long. Yeah. All right. So uh, we need to come up with a new secret word for the show we're about to record that you folks can watch us record, um, and. We had we were before we start. We usually try to figure it out, uh, but we decide, hey, what if you guys pick the secret word? What if you make us yeah. come up with a word? So start suggesting secret words now, while I go on ahead and prepare, and uh, and we'll pick one. Now you can't say the. I mean, we will exercise editorial control, and if you say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, something that is literally going to be impossible for us to work in, try to find one that we could probably work into our list that we've already come up with, um, like esoteric. That's certainly one. Unique, unfortunately, one. I think, is not unique enough, because it has right. to be something. We have to be careful about not saying it multiple times. So, um, yeah. while you, you can watch them, we I'm going to set cum- up and get ready for the yeah. show, for the really big shoe. Oh, uh, we've got Kumquat, Hawkeye, Esoteric, Unique, uh, Marimo, Combat, Ramshackle, Anti-Establishment, Arianism. Yeah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duchess says, thankful. Hi, Duchess. Um, Vinyl from Potminch, Commergen, uh, Sesquid, uh, yeah, I, if I can't pronounce it, I'm doing it. Uh, Bottled. <laughs> Double Dutch. Oh, I like that one. Elephant cardboard. I feel like cardboard is maybe a little too common. I think so. Uh, Chucker. Um, oh my gosh, I love this. Uh, King in- Engine One says when he drops the guy off the cliff in Commando, he says, "Remember when I told you I'd kill you I last? Lied. I lied." Preposterous metal mesmer. Oh, these are some good. Uh, these are some good well, suggestions like here. Um, All right, see. I think I'm queued up. All right, so I've got. Or do I do I have the sponsor? Right. Yes. Hold on a second. Yeah, I've got that. Okay, and I'm going to come that back to good. us. And uh, let's see, we need to have the browser because that's our sponsor. That's and um, we've got the image to talk about with our sponsor. It's The show is sponsored by Fun Again Games, folks, in case you hadn't guessed. Rapscallions. Rapscallion. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. I like Rapscallion. Do you want to, can you think you can work Rapscallion into one of your five games? That's I'm a looking fun at my word. games right now. I, 
I feel like I can. Do you think you could? Uh, no. That's a that's a tough call. There are actually. no rapscallions in any of my games. My games are all happy. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah. Chemistry is yeah. a good general purpose word, but not so Ooh. common. Photogenic is really Photogen- nice too. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> What are all my? You know, I could, okay. I could, I, 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 I could put Schwarzenegger in. I might be able to as well. Okay, are we looking at Schwarzenegger then? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay, let me go on ahead and update okay. that, and hopefully they spelled it correctly because I'm just going to copy and paste Nasgoth's <laughs> entry. Yeah, good luck um, with that. Let's see. I think Nasgoth got it right. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. That's right. All right, all right. Okay, let's see. I need to come over here. I need to edit. The secret word is. Schwarzenegger. Uh, um, all right. Okay, I, I know. Okay, so I do have a game. That okay, so is it going to be you or me? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you, you go then. I, 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 I could do it, but I think it'd probably be better for you to do it. Yeah. No, you know what? Why don't we, we'll just, whoever does it first. No, because then we have to start right listening there. for each other. And then, remember, that's why we stopped doing it, because it was too stressful for us. Oh, that's... We wanted to put all the stress <laughs> on the audience. And by the way, folks, if you came in late, okay. remember, if you don't want the stress of finding when we say the secret word, although this is going to be an easy, that's going to be, that's going to pop whenever somebody says Schwarzenegger. It that's is. a good word for that reason, yeah. too. But if you think you aren't going to be able to find it, if you subscribe, and if free to subscribe, if you're an Amazon Prime member, we will just come right out. There's a panel down below that you can unlock subscriber benefits including knowing when the secret word is i think you should do it you should do it you did it last week okay. no one will be expecting you to do it two weeks in a row aha uh-huh. right you're you're, you're, you're sure you can do it reverse psychology yep Let's all right so the folks have chosen the secret word is schwarzenegger um plus it's good i don't do it because i keep doing that and that's not good nobody wants to hear me say schwarzenegger um okay i think we're ready to go i think we've got everything ready um is there anything in closing we need to do for the audience before we get going oh my gosh we've been going for 45 minutes already this pre-show is getting out of control out of control which just means we're gonna have to make it up on the i think we will i think we will all right Uh, those are all excellent uh questions but i mean i'm really once schwarzenegger was out there how how, who could beat schwarzenegger um befuddled i love elephants are great i know and leva loves elephants it's literally her name hi leva i know you love elephants we will work elephants in at some point leva is a friend of jen's um irl and a a friend of mine um but for this week the secret word is schwarzenegger okay and thank you very much um what just happened i just saw something happen um what was that uh, oh book of nerds uh rebots over on poppy exacting uh, exacting vampire bdm uh oh night around the table uh yeah thank you everybody for following and subscribing you'll keep it up oh i've got to turn on the warning because while the show is on we cannot play nice with the audience um yes. so there's just gonna be that reminder down there at the bottom of the screen ferret thank you book of nerds thank you uh, but we're going to stop saying thank you to everybody while we're actually filming the R&R show. Which is when All we right, do a top so. 10, which is when we announce we're going to be doing a giveaway. All right, and what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So, hey everybody, welcome to the R&R show. This week we're going to help you shop but um, with games and there's going to be a giveaway. Um, the secret word, send it. We explain all that and we just go right into the list. Uh, are you taking number 10 That's right. or are you taking number 1? Uh, I will take I will take You're number, number 10. 10. Okay, that works with my yep. list. Okay. Phew. I am ready to go. I'm already Woo. exhausted. Jeez Louise. I know. This this pre-show. <laughs> well, it's because they use their, their... I mean, after me complaining for so many weeks that nobody was using their things, we just got inundated with requests. Yeah. 
because people are starting to you know build up their points by exactly, watching you know, exactly. those channel yep. points by it's, watching it's, and watching. It's, yep. it's it's a circle of life. All right. Um, uh, Duck of Death, don't worry. We will explain how the secret word works once we start recording the show. Um, and it's not like it's a timed thing. It's, it's not like, oh, you have to do it within a certain window. You will literally have a week to, to do this. Oh, and, and uh, oh, hey, Karthik. Karthik said he a very good friend of both Jen and mine. Sh- Karthik, the show is nice. starting right about now. You're just in time, sir. Okay. Um, okay, so... Right, and so basically, folks, for the next... 40-ish minutes or so. It's just going to be me and Ruel going back and forth. We might, if we're getting tired, we might break like around entry number five and, and check in to see how you're doing. Yeah. We forgot to do that last week, but it is kind of nice to do that. So I think we'll try to do that. Take a little bit of a break mm-hmm. midway through. I think that's a good okay. idea. Yeah, just to hydrate. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, circle of life needs to be a secret word. That is, I like that quite a bit. It doesn't have to be one word. It could be a, a secret phrase. Yeah, a little phrase. I like, I like that. that or, 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 um, remind us of that next week, Zeta. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, do you, think, you like this? You like the audience choosing? I, 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 I think that was I fun. I think it's great. All right, yeah. cool. I never would have thought no, of No, in a million years. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's good. Okay, cool. I am going to go over, and then Ruel will disappear for a second. We'll be right back, folks. <clears throat> one last swig. One last swig. Right. Thanks again for joining us, folks. This is the R&R Show. We're about to do our thing, so stick around and uh, enjoy. All right. And if I'd been ready, I would have transitioned right there and it would have been perfect, but I can't find the link. There it is. Uh, there. All right. <clears throat> hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And welcome, one and all, and welcome to my co-host, Ruel. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for uh, having me on again. It's so much fun uh, doing these, Rado. We are on number 17, believe it or not. That's like, in real time, that's like three months. Are you almost, serious? Almost three months now. Almost oh my gosh. We've been doing this, right? Amazing. And they said it would never last. So, <laughs> and we proved, we proved them, wrong, them wrong, my friend. We proved for them wrong. For today. Yeah. Today, folks, is uh, a very cool episode brought to you by Fun Again Games. And when Fun Again sponsors the show, what we tend to do is a topic we've done three times now. This will be our fourth time of games we'd like to buy right now, where we just kind of go through their online catalog of games and look at things that jump out at us. Uh, and that's been a lot of fun. But you know what? The holidays are upon us. And so we thought it would be perfect to actually uh, switch it up a little bit. We are going to be trying to recommend, in our opinion, 10 great games that make wonderful gifts uh, that you can buy from our sponsor, Fun Again Games. Although you can buy them in all, all over the place. Uh, you know, you don't feel obligated to. But you might want to because every week on the R&R show, we do a little contest giveaway. And this week, the uh, giveaway is a $50 gift certificate from Fun Again Games uh, that could work for just about anybody in the world. So uh, if you're lucky enough to win, that might help with the holiday shopping blues. And maybe uh, something we talked about might be of interest. So, uh, well, what is the secret word? The secret word, folks, is Schwarzenegger. <laughs> as in Arnold. As in Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's somehow, some way, we're going to be talking about our, uh, our top ten list uh, game here and somehow work in Schwarzenegger in the Very casually. So what... Very casually, you'll it may slip past you, so pay careful attention, folks. And when one of us does that, 
note the game that we are talking about at that time, and that's the game we want to see in an email to contest at rotto.com. Um, put that, put Schwarzenegger. You're gonna have to Google it and figure out the spelling. Well, they don't have to put to Schwarzenegger. That. That's a Oh, no, that's a game, mistake that's right. that I myself no. have made. What you need to do, contestatrado.com, right. if we were talking about Monopoly at the moment that somebody mentioned Schwarzenegger, like Schwarzenegger uh, you know, got sent to jail just like him Monopoly, or whatever, not that he did, I hope not, um, <laughs> you would write the word Monopoly in the subject of your email that you would send to contestatrado.com. So don't worry, you do not have to spell Schwarzenegger correctly. Uh, <laughs> Yep. As it says there on the screen, email to contestatrado.com, the secret word game. Not the secret word, but the game we're talking about when the secret word is mentioned. In your subject, and that means my Outlook will catch it in a filter, it'll dump it all in a contest, and a week from now, on Tuesday the, what day? Tuesday the 30th of November 2021, we will have a drawing, and one lucky winner... Uh, who caught Schwarzenegger will be able to get that $50 gift certificate just in time for the holidays. Right. Yes. Does that make sense? Did, it, did we so get that cool. right? We, we did. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, I, was, I stumbled there a little bit, but yes, that's how you do it, folks. Again, contest at round.com, and we will draw uh, the winner next uh, week during the, during the show. And we actually do the drawings uh, during the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, so those of you that don't know, we record this live on Tuesdays here on Twitch, before we export it over to YouTube for the Wednesday release. And if you join us on Tuesday, you get all kinds of fun little extra bits and stuff. And we just had a conversation about Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. obviously. So yeah. to find out when, check out the um, the R&R show bonus uh, feature, yes. right? We, we have a yep, bonus yep, yep, show. Yep. Um, but today, uh, we are not doing any of that wacky live Twitch stuff right now. We are here to talk about games. Ten of them, in fact. The top ten games to give as gifts. And uh, so, I don't know how you did this. I'm really kind of curious. I mean, obviously, we, we both went I, to sponsor the Funnigan Games site, where they're doing a Black Friday yeah. sale right now, and they've got ongoing sales. They've got liquidation. I mean, so they've got lots of uh, you know deals. What I ultimately decided to do, making my list, is I wanted to pick my, my five of the ten games are ones that I am fairly confident will work with just about anybody. Okay. Uh, you know, so I nice. went broad. Nice. I, I didn't go for really yeah. any big super heavy games that would be what I'd want to get or something like that. Um, I wanted to yeah. do stuff you know, that I knew I could give to a gamer geek friend, but that I could also give to my mom. Um, so they would just work across the board, that there would be something in there that anybody could appreciate. And I actually found a lot oh. of really great opportunities. What was your criteria? That's, that's really interesting because I, I took a similar approach, but I did it like... I took my games and I wanted to reach a broad audience, but I also wanted to reach uh, my gamer friends as well. Mm. So I was thinking uh, one or two of these will be for a broad uh. audience, non-gamers or casual gamers, and then one or two of these will be for more um, veteran or hardcore gamers, and the one sort of like in between, you know, that can straddle that. Hey, it's good for uh, gateway gamers and also right. for you know hobby gamers as well. So I, I did a little bit of uh, everything. Here on yeah, my we list. both looked at it the same way, but came up with a different yeah. approach to hitting it. So that should make for an interesting. List. Right. Okay then. Cool. Uh, well, I think we're ready to go, and I think you're starting off with your number ten, correct? I Do am. Do you have the yeah, text I, file ready correct. to type in the name? Yes, um, I'm doing that right okay. now. And um, so my number ten, and I want to make sure I spell. By this the way, folks, we actually. do not collude at all. I have no idea what Ruel's about to come up with. He has no idea what I'm about to come up with. 
That's right. So uh, number ten mm -hmm. is. And oh, now I forgot how to do this. Do I? Press, All you have to do is save uh, the file. Control F. Yep. Save. Yeah. Sync. Yeah. Okay. Number ten, Mesozoic. So it's Mesozoic, but with an extra O, because uh, this game is a filler game. This is the one I chose for a broader audience. Uh, it's from Z-Man, okay. and it's on sale right now at Fun Again Games. Mesozoic, have you played no, this? No, I have not. I don't know anything about this. All right. But it this is, is 35% off right now. <laughs> right? $12. You're $13 is, for this game. What is it? It's a perfect... It is a perfect stocking stuffer. Um, it works for non-gamers and gamers, but it is about building your dinosaur okay. park. And so we, the dinosaurs have come back, and but we're going to be safe about it, unlike that you know rotten Jurassic Park. <laughs> we actually have our dinosaurs in enclosures. We have a monorail system. And what this is, if you see there on, on screen, uh, but I'll describe it, it's a four-by-three uh, grid. But with one card missing. So it's like one of those slider oh. puzzles, right? Oh, We've talked cool. about this before. You're going to slide this around and try to match things up. You want the monorail to go as far as you can in the park. You'll get points for that. You want the enclosures to be enclosed because you don't want your dinosaurs running around everywhere. Then you also have uh, amusement uh, park rides as well. But what you're doing, you have 45 seconds to ah, do this. Ah, I see. It is a real-time real -time game, yes. Yes. And what's neat about it, uh, what I really like about it, is before you get your cards, it's a little bit of card drafting mm -hmm. as well. So you and your opponents each get 11 cards. You're going to choose two, pass them over, okay. choose another two until everyone has 11. Then you lay them out randomly on, on the table. And that's the trick. You start the time. I've got all these cards yes. that work well together, but they're all shuffled up, yep. and I've got a slide puzzle. Wow. Yes, and how can I slide them around to get the monorail going? Because you don't want that monorail just fly off Indeed. a cliff or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's... Michelle and I play this. It takes 20 minutes to play. It's super fast. You play three rounds. It's a fun little puzzle. We like those type of games. And the art is cute. Um, it's perfect for a wide variety of ages. That is Mesozoic wow. from, I believe it's Z-Man Games. Okay. Alrighty. Um, well, I, yeah, I don't, I, 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 now that you describe it, I do kind of recognize it a little bit. And that does sound yeah. very cool. Now, of course, some people are just going to bolt. I mean, is there like a, ver you've played it. Is there a non-real time or... There is. Yes, they do have uh, rules okay. that allow you to say, hey, if you don't want to play it real time, here's the way to do it. And they also have advanced cards as well. So th this is the basic setup where you just have a couple of different things. But then you can add the advanced, such as the T-Rex, which will destroy stuff. And oh, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend this, especially for $13. I mean, that is a deal. Like, I love games that are in this price range that offer a lot more than um, they punch. Yeah, away, I didn't basically. mention that. But uh, price consciousness was something I was definitely cons concerning myself Same. with as well, uh, which is why it was great because there are yep. so many uh, sale games on right now. Because, of course, everybody's doing Black Friday this week. All right. So yep. number uh, number 10. That makes sense. I, I dig it. I dig it. Yep. Okay, well, yeah, let's move on to my number nine, which I will queue up here, and I will find the text file, because you can't edit this for me now. My, oh, no, I should say, what I just said about being price conscious, and what I just said about uh -oh. trying to pick a game that's good for everybody, <laughs> this is at the bottom of my list. It's number nine, because I kind of <laughs> broke both of those rules, but I could not put roll camera on the board. I absolutely uh -huh. had to. Uh, this is, spoiler alert, folks, all but guaranteed to be my game of the year for 2021 at the end of the year. So good. It's so yes. good. And um, everybody loves the movies, right? 
I mean, the subject matter, I think, is certainly very broadly appealing because this is a cooperative game where everybody around the table is trying to uh, deal with all kinds of emergencies that happen on set while trying to make the best movie they can. Or, alternatively, the worst movie you can because one way you can win is by making a movie so bad it's good. I've never been able to pull that off, so I always just try to make good movies. But it's incredibly yeah. thematic. The gameplay is really sharp. And, um, you know, there's a lot of co-op games on the market, but they all tend to follow the pandemic formula of, oh, let's just run around a board and fight fires and try to complete an objective. Here, um, you know, the the what we're actually trying to do feels very true to life. Uh, everybody has a hand of idea cards. Uh, when problems come up, one of the actions you can do in this worker placement dice game is call a meeting. And that means everybody gets the opportunity to um, add a new idea to solve the problems at hand. And whoever is the director that round has to pick one of all those ideas. Uh, maybe they'll pick their own or maybe somebody else will have had a better idea. But one of the other ideas then goes into a queue so it can be done later at a cost. Everything about this game is brilliant. I love the presentation. I love the gameplay. Now, this is the only game on my list that is not on sale, um, for the record. But it is also my favorite game on the list. And I do worry because not everybody out there likes cooperative games. But if you suspect... Um, that if you have people in your life who love the movies, or TV for that matter, and really love the behind-the-scenes stuff, the making-of stuff, and you suspect they would like to work together, oh my gosh, this game ticks all of those boxes, and I cannot recommend highly enough my number nine, Roll Camera. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite games of the year as well. It's so brilliant. Um, I, I love, like, they have the... Uh, little puzzly part of it the uh the polyominoes where you're trying to set the scene like set up the uh the setting and everything and then you do different uh scenes as well oh so good that's yeah i mean it, it's totally worth what what the price is folks uh de definitely look into right. it that is roll camera that's your number yeah. nine let me get my number eight on cue here uh this may surprise you uh i was i was surprised to see this one on, on the uh sale okay. here but it is my number eight um bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre. Oh my. Okay. okay. That's, that's the that's the look I wanted. I wanted to throw something out there that you may not have heard. This How is, bizarre. This game is a game from 1967. Jeez, and it's Sid Saxon, the brilliant okay. designer who was way ahead of his time, folks. Way ahead of his time. Uh, this is his version of Splendor back in 1967. You are blowing my mind. It is it is so good. And I'm I'm jealous. Of, I have two friends that have copies. I I haven't gotten my copy yet, but they both swear by this. They'd rather play this than Splendor, and I can see why. It's I think it's easier to learn than Splendor. So it's got the same basic. Hey, you want to trade you know resources for resources, and eventually uh, get the target card right. So the target cards are your goals. So the targets would be like you need two reds and two blue chips or gems mm -hmm. to turn in, but randomly at the start of each game you're going to uh, they call it equation cards it's basically the exchange rate so those randomly show up at the start of the game so every game's different okay. you're going to have like an exchange rate of hey you can change one red for two greens one green and one yellow for two blues etc cetera, etc cetera. so on your turn you're doing one of two things you either roll a die and take that color uh gem into your hand or you do one of those exchanges on the equation so you're trying to be efficient about what resources you get. And by the time you get those resources, uh, enough for one of those target cards, you put it on the target card and you score points based on how efficient you did it. If you did it perfectly, you get like five points. If you have some extra resources left over, then you would get three points and so wow. forth. It's a brilliant It design. sounds to me like it's you just so described a game that came out last year. 
right? And that's the thing. This is 1967, way back wow. in the day. Wow. It's action, folks. It is a classic. Look at that price. Over on um, uh, Fun Again, it is over 50% off, and I highly recommend it. I need to get a copy. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to uh, buy this right now. It's amazing. Wow. Fantastic. Okay. That... Now, the only the, I think the only gripe some people have, mm-hmm. it's an abstract game okay. that's hard, and it doesn't have cool art of splendor but and, and another thing too i should mention it is not colorblind friendly i Ooh. my eyes are not happy with this game but when i get mine i'm totally gonna mark it yeah yeah so that's a good point that is bizarre that's my i, I imagine yeah, in the, it's the, the great... 60s colorblindness was not first and foremost on uh, developers minds more yeah. than likely yeah apparently everyone had perfect go, go figure yeah 60s. who knew <laughs> wow that um that's an excellent choice and you know, it's it's nice. Yeah, I mean, I, it sounds like it's got really deep gameplay. It's you know, I mean, the only reason not to do it, like you said, it, it would be kind of abstract. I'll admit later on, I've got some abstracts as well because I mean, the nice thing about an abstract is it can appeal to anybody if the components are nice. Um, you know, I mean, right, look, right. just look at Azul, uh, you know, as proof of that. Exactly, and it's language independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You just, you know and so, it's from yeah. you know the unheralded. Um, you know, I mean, Sid Saxon. The our industry today owes so much to him, and so to be able to go back I, and get a history lesson, but one that still feels fresh and relevant today, that's an amazing choice. I really have to doff my cap to you, sir. I saw that and just kept on walking, um, and I'm embarrassed yeah. now when I was coming up with my list. An excellent number eight, bizarre, nice one. Love it. Okay, well, um, we're going to come right back up to the modern day. It's all cult of the new with me um, because <laughs> my number seven is Funfair. Um, which, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I love this game so much. And um, this one is on sale. All of mine are on sale, so they're, they're, they're good deals. And um, actually, it's interesting. As my list goes on, the cost drops. They get the, the higher, the closer to the number okay. one, the, the cheaper it gets. Uh, and, you know, as part of my recommendation, because, hey, if you're, it's always a gamble to buy a gift for somebody. So, but, you know, if you're only yeah. gambling 12 or 15 bucks, it doesn't hurt so mad if it, it doesn't quite land. Um, but Funfair, I think, is a game that can have huge um, mass market cross appeal. Uh, this is kind of what I was talking about right up front, what you were talking about up front, too. A game that can that um, can appeal to casual new players because because the subject matter is just um, instantly approachable uh, for anybody who has any familiarity with you know fun park rides and all that who've ever been to Disneyland or ever wanted to go to Disneyland or dreamed of building Disneyland that's what players are doing in this game but there is real real depth in this game as well a ton of stuff going on I would love on Christmas morning uh, to have uh, somebody in the family open this up say oh my gosh this looks amazing teach me how to play it and I would sit down and we would play it for the rest of the day because it's absolutely phenomenal. A really great game that can get a little heavy, but all the weight is tied into those cards. And everybody, when it's not your turn, you can really think about, well, how's this card? Oh, I see. That card would combine with that (laughs) card. And then I say, you just discovered combos. Which is what makes gaming great. So I think right. it's it's not quite a gateway game, but it's one that could um, you know launch people in because it's got great presentation, uh, great variety, and uh, I, I absolutely love it. Um, uh, moving forward, I'm going to go a bit more broad. Uh, you know, these first two, I mean, are two of my favorite games of the year. Uh, both of these, I suspect, will make it into my top 10 for 2021. And when I saw that it was 20% off here, and I just tried to imagine... Could I play this with my mom on Christmas morning? Um, yeah, I think I could. So I went ahead and did it. Oh, I put Funfair cool. on as my number seven. 
Nice. And I know this one, um, I, I remember Unfair, yes. and I didn't really care for that one, but I know this one like smooths out uh, all the stuff that people didn't like about Unfair and made it into a, a better game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, very much so. If, you, if you'd if you heard of Unfair or you even tried Unfair and thought, oh, this is just too mean-spirited, the nice thing about Funfair is yeah. it took all the mean cards out but kept all the great gameplay. Highly recommend Yeah, nice. So what have you got, great sir, choice. for number six? Okay, let's move on to number six. I've got one for more for the gaming audience, but... Uh, this is one of my favorite games of uh, the last few years. It is number six, um, Clank Legacy Acquisitions Incorporated. Okay. Ah, this, that's a big box. This is one of my yeah one of my top two uh, legacy games of all time, along with Pandemic. But look at this price on Fun, Whoa. fun Again Games. They are they knocked a big chunk off of it, and I think that's the right price point for this. I mean, it's a great price point for this thing. And you had just talked about how. You would play, you know, open it up on Christmas mm-hmm. Funfair and you play all day. This is what I would want to do on my Christmas. Open yes. this up with family or, or friends or whoever and play, you know, as much as we can during that time. It's a wonderful, wonderful legacy game. The story is so much fun. It's just, it, there's a lot of comedy, a lot of like fantasy, like wink, wink, you know, nudge, nudge, uh, funny stuff in there. Um, it takes the deck building of Clank and it just adds a campaign to it. Um, you're going to be, you know, adding some new mechanisms, um, creating, you know, ripping up cards like other legacy games. I always like, I don't know, it's a little thing. It's done in all the legacy games, but I always love naming the characters. You know, you can write on the cards, like, you know, maybe my character's name is Manny. Yours could be, you know, Schwarzenegger or whatever, (laughs) you know, these type of uh, little touches. I I love that in legacy games. So, uh, Clank Legacy, I think, did you do a video? I have done a video, um, demonstrating the first level and, you know, talking about the first level, I I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's such a smart idea to put this on the list because as we talked about, I mean, if you're giving gifts, you want to make sure it'll work. A Clank Legacy starts really light. Um, you know, it starts much lighter than regular Clank. And over the first few missions, Uh more and more rules get turned on. And that's, and you know, by the time you've done, you've finished the entire campaign, which I don't know, could you actually do that in one day? That would be quite the marathon. I don't think that's going to happen. It would yeah, be a yeah. marathon, yeah. But hey, it's the holidays, you got the days Exactly. Off I mean, that's going to be <laughs> something the family's going to be playing for the rest of the week. And just watching yeah. as the world, you know, grows in front of you. That's a really smart idea. I like that one a yeah, lot. I, I, I love that. And also, you know, at the end, after the end of the campaign, that board is still usable. You have your own custom board that you can play mm-hmm. uh, standard clank in as well so it's it's the gift that keeps on giving exactly folks. yeah Number i mean six, i can imagine buying it for somebody and then coming back next year and say hey did you finish it i want to play on your board i want to see what your world looks like because it's going to be a lot different than mine because because we already played that's it right. that's I, oh that that works on so many levels i think you're winning this list so far i have to admit well done <laughs> no we got some, we both have some really oh, good okay games, okay you know? you're very kind yeah okay let's go to number your number five. okay and then i'm going to stop for a second and get a drink of water all right Okay. Yeah. No, you want to take a little quick break? Uh, right do here? you need to? I'm just going to check the audience. Uh, I'm going to hydrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will hydrate. Let's, let's check on the Ooh, audience. See how everyone's ooh, doing. This is going well. That, that, that bizarre. Oh, my gosh. That is a good choice. You know, I, I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, man, if you haven't played this, you were. I, I, like, I, you, you, you convinced would... me. I, need, I, I don't want to play this. I need to play this to better myself in my job, quite frankly. It, it, it's. It's so funny to me just thinking about this dude came up with this game in 1967. And like you said, 
it could totally be released today. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know why. Like, I don't know why someone doesn't pick it. I think it's still put out by Eagle Griffin. Like, why not soup it up a little bit? Put some you know nice bits and everything. Like, I would totally buy yeah. a deluxe. We're still just ignoring game. the audience. We can actually talk to the audience now. I'm just gonna scroll back up and oh, see yeah. if anything Hi, came friends. up. Um, yeah. See if anybody uh, showed up. Want to say thanks to um, anybody? Thanks, uh, bad Bra- bad Brad staff and Beer City Board Games. <laughs> Aldi Brown, Seer Twenty, A Woods, uh, not Monuki. Well, who is Monuki then? Uh, Ferret Seventy, Book of Nerds. Thank you all for following, and thank you, Palio De Monte, for subscribing with Prime. You're getting us all that much closer to those goals up at the top of the board. Thank you so much um, for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. Want to say hi to Eclectic Camel? He says uh, Rado has now has six hundred and sixty-six. Oh, do I? Oh my gosh! Wow. Yes, I do. That's that's the metal sign right there, folks. Six hundred sixty-six. You know what? Yes. If anybody uses their channel points to ask for some trivia, I've got some. That that reminds me of some trivia about myself. Ooh. Um, oh, someone. Thank you, because I actually, if, if the trivia wheel trivia. had to come out and it landed on me, I wasn't quite sure I was going to do. Now I've got trivia at the oh. ready. Thanks to Eclectic Camel for pointing out that for one brief moment. I know. Is everybody just going to leave it alone and, and not touch it? Uh, oh, it oh and Goblin, Goblin 981 yes, was Goblin. Johnny on the spot. So we'll roll the wheel later and see if you can find out my trivial connection to 666. <laughs> Ooh, oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> all right. What else have we got? All right. Oh, uh, folks, we're talking. Oh, Sid Saxon, the greatest of all time, says Kabuki Kid. And, um, yep. So Sid Saxon, we've got Acquire... Mm-hmm can't stop what what are the, those are the two biggies right yeah 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 well although bizarre now yeah. i'm gonna say bizarre, honestly yeah, i would rather play bizarre than can't stop or acquire when it boils right down to it that sounds like it's more my jam when it boils right down to it i feel like yeah i feel like it's your your, your jam for sure i like can't stop but uh, yeah uh, acquire i mean bizarre is oh so good criminally underrated and overlooked yeah uh okay let's see uh, Nazgoth also requested trivia in the beginning, apparently. Oh, okay. So, okay, we, so cool. we've got a couple queued up, we got you, which we'll get to in the post-show. Yeah. We'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll have some Q&A, and we'll try and uh, hit some more of those things. And maybe the wheel will favor you all. Maybe it won't. The wheel is capricious. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, <laughs> people are talking about apps, integration. Um, yeah, okay. uh, people were talking about the, the, uh, the secret word chosen by you folks. I love that. Yeah. All right. Wow, this is great. There's, there's some really nice conversation going here. Yeah, well, nice. good. Well, then you don't need Dollar. us, quite frankly. We can get back yeah. to it. Let me just get a swig. You don't do need to hit thing. the head. We'll do, do our show. Fine. I'm good. Yeah, what about you? I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. Okay, I've got my Topo Chico, so I'm hydrated. You do. Yes, we will make that happen Topo Chico, folks. It's more delicious. You know what? At the uh, at board game convention, I was too um, away from that board game coffee company. Have you had their coffee? Oh, yeah, I haven't had the coffee yet, but I know who you're talking yeah. about. Did you sample any? You're not a coffee No, I'm drinker, not, but I'm, I kept meaning the whole week to go over them and say, hey, I don't drink coffee, but my co-host does. And while he would really like to have a Topo Chico uh, sponsorship, <laughs> he might be interested in a, I forget the name of the, yeah. the coffee. I'll have to contact them after, because you do drink coffee. You're a coffee drinker, right? I'm, uh, I've pretty much given up coffee, but I, I drink the occasional cup, and I do do decaf occasionally as well, but... For a sponsorship, I will drink it. <laughs> um, I see folks are asking. Um, uh, you know what, folks? Uh, oh, I, I'm not going to say. I, 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 ooh, all right, I'm just going to reply to Nazgoth directly because I can do that. All right. Oh, Nazgoth, yeah. I had a question. Uh, I had a question about the secret word. Right. 
Oh, got it. Got you know what? Okay, um, cool. I think when we get to the end, we'll have to remember. Okay, folks, did you hear the secret word when we're doing the uh, the wrap up? We will have to say yeah. something um, like, and you know what? Don't worry so much about spelling. Don't worry about you know getting the whole thing. I mean, if, if you do anything that's instantly recognizable as the game, you're in. You know, yeah. um, okay. because that was the question that just was asked. Oh, and thank you, uh, yeah. you Laura, a cacodemon, Laura, <laughs> um, uh, for following. Um, although, oh, how yeah, ironic! Like, the cacodemon I'll... knocked us out of six 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 followers. Right. I mean, the 666 <laughs> must have summoned the Caco Demon. That's what happened. That, that's it exactly. There we go. That's it exactly. Hey, Gator Dave, thanks for a uh, first time chat. Good to see you here, yes. friend. Um, uh, yeah, Tim says, Ruel said earlier he got rid of his coffee consumption. Don't bring him back to addiction. I, I won't be addicted, but, you know, for our sponsorship, I, I, I will drink a coffee. <laughs> I, you can buy me off pretty cheap, friends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So All right. good. I love chat. Y'all are great. Okay, let me go on ahead and queue up my number five. I think I already have. Let's see. Yeah. No, I still got Clank on the screen, which was your number six, right? My number five. Let me get ready for my By the way, four. when I'm actually talking about mine, just type into the text file what your next one is. As long as you don't hit sync, it won't appear. So that, you know, when we're done, you can just get right to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I was worried that I'm, like, typing over your stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it'll only overwrite if you control S or if you hit that sync. So that's what I'm doing while you're talking. Okay, I'm getting all my stuff ready to go, and I just haven't controlled S so that, you know, it can just go okay. that much smoother. So, perfect. yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Goblin981 says, next week, sponsored by cigarettes. <laughs> Nine out of ten doctors <laughs> smoke uh, camel. Yes, there we go. We can do a camel up, uh, uh, you know, uh, cigarette. Over. Oh, there, that's a perfect there you one, go. right? When I play camel up, I smoke camels. There it is. Yep. And Kabuki does warn, control S can be just like a, an instant response for everybody. Oh, shoot, I forgot to put pre uh, mid-show on. the. We've just been looking at, ah, it's fine. This, it's, this, this is a casual part. It's okay if I mess stuff up. Let me go on ahead. And you edit this out anyway, so yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. We are. So let me. We're... By the way, I want to say, everyone, thank you for all the Iron Maiden references in chat. I appreciate you all for that. The number of the beast, 666. Yes, Bruce Dickinson and all the great Iron Maiden members. Were you an Iron Maiden fan? No, not really. Um, I mean, I have nothing against them. It just, I mean, yeah. you know, at the height of the 80s, at the height of the 80s is when I discovered the Beatles. So throughout oh, pretty much really? all the eighties, I was tangentially aware that there was stuff other than the Beatles, but I didn't care. The only things I listened to wow. were the Beatles. Um, and, uh, that was my choice. I actually went down to a used record store and got their entire catalog on really crappy, scratchy vinyl. Um, recorded oh, all of them on the wow. tape, and then took them back a week later and sold them back for fifty percent. And so. For me, no the Beatles don't sound it. right if there's not that um, that crackle, um, you know, the with, crackle, my, with my yeah, old Walkman. And so if I wasn't listening to that, I was listening to Dire Straits because throughout the 70s, my dad, okay. he chose what was on the radio, and it was all country yeah. western. But at some point in the 80s, he really got into Dire Straits. So I can quote from nice. memory almost everything. Um, I am the Sultan of Swing, wow. quite frankly. And uh, <laughs> I... Well, are you excited about the Get Oh Back my gosh, I am so excited about it. Same here. Michelle and I just watched the trailer for like the third time yep. last night. We cannot yep, yep, wait. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be so Although that good. can't compare to Gator Dave, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hiss Club Band. <laughs> that even got some bits. Uh, congratulations, you, Eclectic Camel. Tad to cheer the Lonely uh, Hiss Club Band. And we're one step closer. 100 bits is $1. We're $1 closer to um, unlocking an extra run-through. Thank you very much, um, Eclectic Camel. And, yes, I would say 
Uh, oh, oh, and, and uh, Tibby agrees. Dire Straits is amazing. All-time greats. Oh, man, I love them so much. Honestly, I have to hard-pressed. If you had to, what's my favorite band? I guess I'll go with the Beatles. I, I, yeah. you know, I could be swayed towards Dire Straits, quite frankly. I don't know if they're, if, if they're, if they're in your wheelhouse. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm more of a Beatles fan than Dire Straits. I never really got into Dire Straits, but uh, the Beatles I grew up with. And um, I was just telling, Michelle and I just had this conversation, actually. We were talking about favorite Beatles album. And it changes. It's changed for me so many times. I used to be a big Revolver fan, and you know what? We could probably save this for. We like, could, yes. Like a, um, you know, people could throw yeah. you know album X, album Y at us. Oh my God! Now that would be monstrous yeah. if they do a this or that. That would be with um, I don't know, yeah, White Album versus Abbey Road. Oh, you would oh, make my that's heart, heart thinking, was like, so, that's so bad hard. if you were to do something like that. Yeah. Um, not that. Uh, well, I think like, we're done with this or that. I think all ago. the ones have been used up for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, like five years ago, my answer would have been different as far as White Album versus Abbey Road. My answer is totally different now than it was five years ago, and it may change in five years from now. Who knows? But great stuff, folks. We will, uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll start redeeming that stuff yep, yeah. um, when we can. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, because uh, we, we, we're show. here to do a job. We're here to actually talk about games. I know. Um, oh, thank you for the yeah. follow, Gator Dave. By the way, um, and uh, uh, Tyron EAQ. All right. So, um, actually, I deleted it. Put your. Um, your client entry back online so that in the final edit it you, you won't have seen it disappear or reappear now that i think about it i should have left it there the whole time okay cool perfecto Done. okay let me turn back on the okay folks uh salt and swing is one of the coolest songs ever um uh, yes you're right uh oh collect account might have been uh cheering my um saltans we are the saltans all right i'm not gonna sing it not gonna do it not gonna do it oh man <laughs> um or individual songs uh, oh, anyway, I'm not, okay, okay, focus, focus. Games. No Love Struck Romeo. Singing Streets of Serenade. Laying everybody low with the love song that he made. Okay, gotta stop, gotta stop. <laughs> Save it for the after yes, show. Yes, okay. The after show. So, yes. we're, okay, we're, once again, audience, we're not paying attention to you. We go through the last five of our list, and then after we're done, we'll do a pro show. We'll do some Q&A. We'll see if anybody had spent stuff on channel points. So, and yep. so, talk amongst right. yourself. I will give you yet another topic. Beatles versus Dire Straits. Discuss. Oh, okay. Oh, and I just belched big time. That's okay. uh. Well, this is what the break is for. Let's let's mm, get all the yes, uh, indeed, yes, indeed. bodily functions out of the way here. And okay, yeah, so I've got my number five up. And let me go back to the text file. So I'm ready to put it in position. All I got to do is Control S. Is that the top line? Yes. So no, it isn't. Boop. There we go. Uh, bop, 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 bop. All right. All right. You ready, spaghetti? <clears throat> Ready spaghetti, sir. Well, okay. My number five, you might not have heard of, well, it's called Noctiluca. Are you familiar with this one? Oh, I've I've heard the name. I have no idea what this game is about. I'm, I'm it curious. It is a yeah. wonderful little game. And I mentioned earlier that I've got some uh, abstract stuff going on. This is my abstract. This actually started to make me aware that maybe my wife actually secretly loved abstracts and i never knew because the first time we played it jen said you are not getting rid of that game that is fantastic and um i think it is a perfect gift potential game because um one well it's from designer shem phillips it's one of his lesser known titles everybody's very excited oh. about the west kingdom games everybody's very excited about the raiders of the north sea games and uh you know his next series it's coming next year him and sam mcdonald working um interesting Noctiluca was published by Z-Man Games, not his normal Garp Hill, and it is a beautiful 
beautiful, beautiful abstract game. And this picture on the Fun Again site does not do it justice. Go to Board Game Geek and find pictures because it comes with an explosion of beautiful, super colorful, translucent dice. They don't look like it here, but what you do as part of setup, you roll all these dice, you clamp them all into this this big hex grid, and on your turn, what you're going to do, you're going to pick one row or column, hex style, so you can be going in lots of different directions, three different directions, and, um, and then pick a pip value and grab every die in that row or column. And you're doing it to try to get the right color dice to fill up your recipe cards that you've got. It is incredibly brain burning, wow. super yes. crunchy, and it is gorgeous. Every second you are playing this game, you're thinking, oh, it's just so beautiful. I, I don't want to take them. Um, but then you're just taking them, you're bringing all that beauty over to you. Uh, it's super duper crunchy. That would be my one warning about this game. I don't see how anybody could not have a fun time playing it. It's so simple. It's elegant. It's easy to understand. It's easy to teach. But it is deep, deep, deep. But it's a kind of, it's, it's a go type of deep that anybody can understand. And the more you play, the more you yeah. appreciate all the subtleties of every move you make. Um, and the other interesting thing about it too is, those first few turns are the toughest because you look around the board and oh okay i know i want some oranges oh i guess i could get like three oranges over there because there's three four inch ores in that row but is there something better you know it's almost like if you've uh, played i'm sure you've played five tribes you know how at the beginning of five tribes like "Eh, there's everything it's overwhelming almost but as the game goes on and more and more stuff comes off the board the game accelerates because you're desperately scrabbling to try to get those last little things. And so the game has this really wonderful sense of velocity, too. Where it starts off really crunchy, and when it's not your turn, you're just having a chat with folks. Uh, as people just like, oh my gosh, there's a million things I could do. But it just gets faster and faster. And um, really, very, very satisfying. So pretty. And again, these pictures, I mean, the, uh, the best thing I can do is just look at the cover art. The game um, lives up and is even better looking than the cover art. Do judge a book by its cover. It's beautiful. It is my... My number five, Noctiluca. Wow. I had no idea Shem Phillips had this. Type I know. Of game. I'm used to hearing Shem Phillips, I think, work replacement, you know? So this looks fantastic. And you had me at a fistful of dice. You, I sell those dice like, yeah, I'm in. Uh, Michelle and I think, I think that would be our jam oh, right yeah. there. That looks fantastic. Well, cool. Okay. What's your number four? Uh, let's move on to my number four. Uh, my number four is coming up on screen here in just a second. My number four is parks. <laughs> of course. Oh, you cannot I, get enough of those parks. I love this game. Um, I played it uh, for the first time earlier this year, and I just introduced introduced it to Michelle uh, a few weeks ago, and she loved it as well. It, it reminds me, I mean, it's so beautiful uh, component-wise, art-wise, and the gameplay reminds me a little bit of Tokaido. It's just this very calm, serene, hey, just move yes. along the trail, pick up. Pick up some items, you know, uh, some resources, because you want to go visit these parks. So you're, you know, picking up resources and you want to go um, reserve a, a visit to the park and then actually visit it to get the points. And um, they don't have the expansion on sale, unfortunately, because the expansion we just played it uh, just a couple of nights ago. It is brilliant. It makes a good, good game great or a great game like fantastic, whatever you want to say. Um, it, it's just, I love everything about this game. It's something that is easily accessible yeah. because and the rule set is pretty, pretty yes. straightforward, you know, and you can teach this to a new gamer. And I see this during the holidays as, hey, you're going to put this on the holidays. And you know how everyone sort of like dresses up their, uh, their house for the holidays. I think this would look fantastic 
on a, like a holiday spread. It's just so gorgeous and such a brilliant game. That's my number four. That is an Hearts. excellent choice. It makes a lot of sense. Easy to teach, easy to play. I'm curious. I've played the base game. I haven't played the expansion. I'm actually going to put our list on hold uh-huh. for a little bit. I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, yeah. My only problem with Parks was we found, Jen and I, as a two-player game, we really felt like, boy, I wish there was more players here to make that, um, that you know, that moving down the Tokaido-style track more interesting. Same thing is true for Tokaido, by the yeah. way. In Tokaido, they just put a yeah. dummy player yeah. on that becomes very cutthroat. Parks doesn't do anything for player scaling. I'm curious. You mentioned the expansion. Does it do anything for the two-player game? Uh, for the two-player game, what it does is it, it adds a thing called campsites. Ooh. And it's a little a little token on, on that you put on every other um, tile. And the campsite allows you to go down to the campsite and take uh, different actions. And that, I think that opens it up a little more. I still think it would play better at three or four mm-hmm. players. But here's the thing, Rado. With the expansion, you know those end game goal cards that you have, the year cards or whatever yes. they're called? They're not so great in the base no. game. They are ex they are excellent. They replace the entire deck in the expansion. And they are you can stack them and you can get more than one of them during the game. You can there's a spot on the extra uh, action spots where you can gain more of those uh, end game goal cards. And also on the new parks cards, they have instant actions. So the time when you visit them, you turn the resources, you're going to get the victory points, but it'll also give you an instant action that you can do right there. So it's a little more combo-y. That uh, sounds that like that would address, because honestly, it just felt yes. like in a two-player game, the base game is like, this is not very hard. I can get what I need to get. Um, you know, There's almost right. too much largesse, but now that there's more target stuff, oh, but I got to do that. But I got to do that. But I got to do that. Yeah. That sounds like it really brings it. And yeah. an interesting thing, you get them hooked with the parks, and then for a birthday gift, you get them the expansion. See? You're, you're, you're thinking exactly what I was thinking. It's like, they love Parks so much, and now you get the expansion. And, it, you know, now just tying it back into Tokaido, I felt like Tokaido did that too. The base game is it's great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's straightforward. But then you add that expansion, add that little gambling element. You have a couple of more things that you can collect as far as sets go. I think it elevates that game. The expansion also elevates Parks. But Parks, folks, fantastic okay. game. Highly recommend. I, I mean, I, I, I suspect you will get a lot of folks agreeing with you. That's, uh, that is a very popular game these days. Okay. Cool. That yep. was your number four. So let's four. move on to my number three, Railroad Inc., The Shining Yellow Edition. Yeah. Now, Great. Railroad Inc. is an interesting series. This is um, the fourth game. There was first Railroad Inc. Blue and Railroad Inc. Red. Then, uh, I got, you know, that, that came out. It's a roll and write game, which um, has very simple rules, very easy to teach. You know, this is the definition of, um, you know, easy to learn, hard to master kind of thing. Um, because what we're trying to do every round, uh, there are these cool special custom dice rolled that uh, when they roll, everybody, bingo style, has to find ways to whatever the dice say you have to add to your grid, you have to add. And you're trying to create um, connections between rail lines and road lines. And and the simple game is just make those rails and roads as best you can to connect as many exits off the board. But each different version of Railroad Inc. Uh, came with bonus dice. The blue one came with dice that were all about lakes and water. The red one came with red dice that were all about volcanoes and meteors and destroying stuff. Um, the first two games I really loved. I still own both of them. Just last week at BoardGameGeekCon, I got a chance to play Green and Yellow. And so, I figured, Railroad Inc., any of the four Railroad Inks makes an excellent gift. And I thought about it. Okay, if I was going to mention one, which one would it be? I think it would be Yellow, Um, which is why. I mean, any of them are good, uh, but I'm going to go with Yellow. The interesting thing about Green and Yellow is they're actually called Railroad Inc. 
challenge because they not only add new colored dice that change the rules up in new ways. Uh, the yellow one um, introduces desert dice and cactuses uh, and canyons. You can like try and be you know connect around the Grand Canyon, and the uh, green one introduces forests and nature walking trails. And but more than that, they add these new elements on the board that make the reason it's called challenge is because the first games were pure, simple, straightforward gateway games. These new ones are. I was shocked how much more crunchy it was, how much more there is going on in both yellow and green. And so I think of all the four games. Well, if you want the simpler, lighter one, you go with the blue or red. Um, Mace based on color, uh, or if you want more destructive or more building-type things. But yellow yeah. takes it that extra notch. You can still teach new players how to play. You can ignore the more complex stuff. And when the players are ready for the complex stuff, honestly, of the two, I thought yellow, with its sun and cactuses and canyons, were a bit easier to teach, a bit more straightforward. Green... I personally might like a little bit better, but it is more complex mm -hmm. with the way that um, forests come in and the way that nature trails work. I mean, it's probably the most complex the game has been. So I do think of all the ways to play it, Shining Yellow Edition is the perfect one to get. And it's 25% off here at 15 bucks. Nice. Um, you know, and any number, well, let's see, how many people can play it? I mean, it's the, based on the number, uh, yeah, uh, 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 only one of four? Why isn't this a bingo game? One to four. Why do they say that? Like you can. Oh, because yeah, you oh, because it's, it, it's not a patent paper. It's a it, it's a dry erase board. So, but the interesting thing is, yeah. you could buy the more copies of Railroad Inc. you buy, the more people can play. Um, you know, yeah. you get a second copy of you get um you get the blue plus the yellow. Then you've got two different way, four different ways to play with the blue dice or the yellow dice. But suddenly eight people can play. You then go out and get the uh, red, and now yeah. you've got. Uh, 12 people who can play, and you've got six different variants. It's a really clever system, and considering how low cost they are, um, I mean, it, it, to me, it was just a no-brainer. When I saw it was on sale in their Black Friday sale, uh, I was like, well, of course. And like I said, I, Jen and I, we just yes. played it for the first time uh, just a few days ago, and we both fell in love with it. I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't want to come home to that blue and red. I want to play the yellow and the green more. <laughs> and like I said, of all of them, I think yellow makes the most sense, and so that's why it's my number three, Railroad Inc., Shining Yellow Edition. Oh yeah, it, it's it's Railroad Inc. is a fantastic mm -hmm. game. I, I have red. I played red and blue. I have not played yellow yet. I'm looking forward to that one as well. It's just like you said, it's uh, easy to learn, but um, it does have some really nice um, uh, puzzly elements to it. And you know what? You can play it um, easily over Skype or Zoom. Yes, or I live streamed it last week. I just live streamed it last week on my, here on my Twitch channel, and I had people playing in the audience. So you just have your own copy, and uh, or you can even use graphics. I was just going to say the to, same thing. Switch. I mean, for people who are like, oh, yeah. that sounds like a money grab. You got to buy five games so you can play with whatever yeah. five times with 20 people here's the deal you can actually go to my channel um which you're probably watching this on right now and do a search for rotto railroad inc <laughs> i filmed a game where you can play along with us um because you can go to board yep. game geek and you can just download and print out these sheets um you know yeah. so they, they are readily available it's nice to actually you know have the dry erase markers and all of that rather than having to print out pages and then print out more pages and all of that right. but i mean this is definitely yeah. i mean if you want to try it before you buy it Find my run-through. I think I played blue, if I recall correctly. Maybe I played red. Uh, and in the link of that show notes, you will find where you can go and print it out and just try playing a game. See if you can beat my score. And I think you will find that, wow, this is really sharp. This would make a great gift. Yeah. I might go out and pick up a copy now. Totally. Yeah. And one thing, I mean, at that price point, $15, even $20, the components are excellent. Yes. Like, those dry erase boards are nice. The markers yes. are nice. Comes with erasers. Yeah. Great choice. Yep. All right. Okay. What do you got for number two? So, I... Uh, 
we are moving on to my number two, and I'm getting it ready right here. Number two is, so this is where I just sort of go like, you know what, um, I want something for the gamers, uh, my friends who are gamers, and I, this is a fantastic All right. game. My number two is the Dungeons & Dragons Tyrants of the Underdark board game. <laughs> this one was came out about five years ago. This is the new edition that just came out this year. Um, I believe it's WizKid. Is it WizKid? No, Gale Force okay. 9. Uh, this is a new edition uh, that includes the old expansions. And so there's a thing that happened with the expansions. The original game, you know, they had an expansion about a year later. The expansion cards did not match up Oopsie. with the original game. So you had these this real problem of like, oh, you can tell the expansion cards, you know, and you're trying to shuffle them, did not work. This includes it right off the bat, so um, you don't have to worry about that. Basically, friends, if you don't know, Tyrants of the Underdark, it is deck building meets blood rage. Oh. If you're in a blood rage or that type of game, area majority, area control with the deck building element, this is the game for you. I think it's so underrated. I love it. Love playing. I don't have a copy because it was out of print for a while, but now that it's back in print, I'm looking at this copy right here. Which, um, by the way, you play cards um, just, on fun again. Yeah. It, it notes includes the Aberrations and Undead expansion in the uh, asking right. price. Yeah, so there that that includes the expansion already. That's what uh, you know they had problems with in the previous printing. Um, so you know, like any other deck builder, um, like Clank or Trains, these are the deck builders that I like, where you have the deck building element as part of a bigger game, as other mechanisms. In this case, like in Trains, that was basically Dominion meets Ticket okay. to Ride. Uh, Clank, you've got that push your luck element and deck building. This is all about area control. It's it's not for the you know this this is something it may not be for everyone because you're in your face trying to battle for the different spots on the board, but you're using deck building into it. I think it's so brilliant and it's probably one of my favorite deck building games. Actually, it is one of my favorite deck building games. Tyrants of the Underdark. I I can totally see that. Um, let me ask you this: as a Care Bear, am I yeah. going to enjoy this game? Uh, or do you need, no. uh, here's the deal yeah. i often find i enjoy area control when it's a game where oh this is my area now i control it you can't take it from me or more to the point i can't take it from you because i don't want to kick you when you're down i don't want to steal stuff from you nope this game it's claws out yeah yeah claws are out because there's actually uh things where you can have like little spies out you can send spies out so you'll have presence in a certain area and then there's certain timing when you play cards like oh okay now i'm kicking you out of here i'm taking that spot it's very in your face and you got to play it with the right group the group i play with uh normally uh with uh, the my more uh, hobby gamer friends uh they we, we play games like this and it's so good it's just a, it's uh, maybe it's because it's it's so in your face that you know it, it hasn't gotten the popularity I feel like it deserves, but it's a brilliant design. Deck building meets blood rage, folks. That's my number two. Tyrants of the Underdark. All right, it's interesting. Our lists have kind of walked on parallel paths. I started with my heavy yeah. stuff and got lighter and lighter and lighter. You started with your lighter stuff and got heavier and heavier and heavier. Um, you know, you, you got more focus, whereas I got more broad. But I think we both got to the, pretty much the same place in the end. Let me tell you my number one, Ruel. And honestly, I don't understand why it was not on your number one. We don't discuss ahead of times, folks, what uh, is gonna, what our each five is going to be. We both send a ten, a list of ten to a friend who then adjudicates and sends us back. Well, okay, you don't want to have overlaps. There's this one and that one. And, um, and when I... When this came back that I was going to pick it because you weren't going to pick it, I was shocked. Explain yourself, sir. Why don't you love my number one, which is called Patchwork Christmas Edition? Come on, man. Come it, on. It, it was on my top ten. It was one of those, okay. it, it was an overlap. It, it was on there. Yes. Nice call. Very yep. nice. Yeah. 50% I off. Love. $16. 
Um, what better game is there going to be to rip apart the package and open on Christmas Day than this and then immediately sit down and play? Many people consider Patchwork the greatest polyominal game out there. Many people consider it to be the greatest two-player game out there. Many people consider it to be both. And many other people, myself included, maybe not the greatest, but one of, Patchwork has always been absolutely brilliant. They're so so popular, there's like been a half a dozen now Patchwork spinoffs, and we've got Patchwork rethemes like this. Now, this is straight up Patchwork. Patchwork Christmas Edition, the only change is, instead of um, you know make trying to make a quilt full of you know quilty-type patterns, the quilt we're trying to build by laying all our polyomino pieces on the board while drafting to get better ones and incredibly tension, spending buttons to be able to get what we need at the right time. Um, the graphics are, um, uh, what do you call it, a colorful Christmas paper wrap. It's gorgeous. I think it looks better yeah. than the original. And if all that weren't enough, it literally comes with a Tetris-shaped cookie cutter inside so you can make Tetris <laughs> cookies just in time for the holidays as well. Um, I mean, they didn't need to do that. It's, it's certainly not necessary. Yeah. But Patchwork is brilliant. And this is, uh, you know, obviously... It's the holiday season. But, I mean, this is a game you could give at any time. Sometimes you get, you know, specifically Christmas-themed games. You're like, oh, I'd only play this around Christmas. Not so with Patchwork. I mean, they maybe they should have called it Patchwork Winter Edition or Holiday Edition or something like that. Um, but you would play this year-round. I mean, it's such a hugely popular game. Great for couples. I guarantee you, if you bought this and opened it up, you'd be playing it within 10 minutes and everybody would be saying, well, this is the best crypt I got this year. Uh, it, it can't be beat. And then you'll go make some Tetris-shaped cookies while you're at it, too. Just for fun. Um, yeah, it was a no-brainer when I saw it was also on their Black Friday sales list at 47% off. Uh, my number one gift-giving game uh, for this year would be Patchwork Christmas Edition. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I love the fact that they have that cookie cutter in there. That's such a nice little Yeah, bonus. yeah, like, yeah. Totally unnecessary, but oh, so yep. cool. Yeah, great choice. Yeah, that was on my 10, my top okay. 10, and it was, a, it was an overlap. So, oh, great call. That is, uh, we Michelle and I love Patchwork. We only have the, the, the base game, but um, it is, a, in my opinion, one of the best two-player games, one of the best polyomino games. Um, it, it's right up there for me and Michelle, too. We played it dozens of times over the years a wonderful wonderful game. all right cool cool then i then i did i done good actually i am really happy with this done list. Good, i mean i've been happy with all our lists we're kind I of simpatico but this feels really good these 10 games you're covering everybody in your life there is something for everyone here and um yeah i think we're gonna end it there folks thanks for watching now remember the secret word lest we forget was Schwarzenegger. I was about to say it in my crappy German. <laughs> was Schwarzenegger. Did you hear us mention it at any point over the last, whatever, 40 minutes or so? If so, what game were we talking about when we said Schwarzenegger? If you can figure that out, then you can send an email to contest at rata.com with not Schwarzenegger. You can send that if you want. You can send pictures of Arnold and uh, doing whatever you want to do. That's all fine and dandy. But in the subject of the email, mention the name of the game. And by the way, don't worry about getting the full name of the game. Or I mean, if, if you're close, if you, if you get, you know, uh, as long as I can recognize that you got it, you will be entered to win that $50 gift certificate from Fun Again Games. So I think that's it, Ruel. Is there anything else? No, I think that's it. Um, I just want to um, 
say thanks to you and thanks to all the viewers for this. I mean, we're still doing the show and it's a great run so far. But, you know, with Thanksgiving right around the corner, you, you take that moment to think of the things you are thankful for. This is one of the uh, things I am thankful for, our um, show here and all the people who continue to support and I, watch. That sounds really schmaltzy, but it's really true. Um, I, yeah. I genuinely enjoy doing this with you every week. I mean, you are just a blast just to hang out with. Um, you always, every week, surprise me with some really interesting entries. You certainly did this time. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, this is, like, one of the highlights of my week. I really love doing it. I hope everybody out there enjoys watching. And so thank you to the best co-host in the world. Thank you to the best audience in the world. And in closing, let me also say thank you to our sponsor, Fun Again Games, for supporting this show. Okay, folks, thanks very much for watching. Have a very nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye. Okay. Was that was that too cheesy? I felt pretty no, cheesy that doing was, that. That was fantastic. That was great. That was great. <laughs> okay, okay, we are in, so folks. Friends, if you're still here, we are in the post in the show. Post it is post show time. Right. All right. Um, let's see. So people are asking about the fifty dollar fund yeah. again. It doesn't work for the UK. Yes, that, that is true. Somebody pointed out the, uh, the last time we did it that apparently, because of Brexit, uh, fun again cannot uh -huh. ship to England. There's some weird funky thing going on. So if somebody wins in England, so I I, I thought about bringing it up, but it's like nah, it's just too complicated. If somebody in the UK wins this, then I will probably contact Board Game Guru. Which I, when I, you know, I lived in the UK for oh. almost a decade, and I love them. I don't think Paul's there anymore. I think he ended up selling it on. But Board Game Guru is like one of the premier online board game retailers. I bet you anything, I could get you a fifty dollar equivalent gift certificate from someplace within the UK. So that's kind of my thinking. If it happens that somebody from the UK wins, yeah. So I don't know. Do I need okay. to mention that? I mean, it's just like ah. You know, I, I, people don't need to know. You're going to you're going to get a gift certificate. You're going to be able to use it to buy some games. Yeah. Rest assured. So yeah. that's the plan. Cool. Phew. Okay. Hey, um, since we're here in the yeah. after show, I want to ask yeah. uh, a question, yeah. me and my friend. How was BGGCon? Okay. And folks, we're in the Q and A section while we talk about BGGCon oh. real quick. If you have any questions, drop it in the chat, and we will try to answer them. We've got about 15, 20 minutes left. Yes, uh, we, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. Let me uh, first of all. Switch modes. We are in Q and A. The first question Q &A. from Mr. Ray Gaviola. What do I think of BGK? Oh, we had a great time. I oh, were really shocked. Nice. I don't know what the final um, attendance numbers were. Uh, but as I understand, it was, it was much less than years prior. But for folks who don't know, uh, ever since Jen and I have been back in the states, we every year go to Board Game Geek Con in Dallas in November, and we go to the Dice Tower West Convention in Las Vegas in February, I believe. I believe it's February. Yeah, uh, March, March. In March, March I believe. Yeah. I was yeah. close. I was in the neighborhood. And um, I go as a special guest, which means I'm pretty much there to play games with people because uh, I'm a value add. For some reason, people like me, I guess, and want to talk to me and play a game with me. And so what we do is Jen comes along, and um, she sets up shop and sells her gamer glass. And uh, so we've been doing this for the last few years. And basically what I do is I just sit at her gamer glass booth for the entire, whatever it is, four days with the table set up, playing games with anybody who walks by who wants to play. They bring games, I bring games, whatever. It's just four games of nonstop gaming. And when Jen has to go to the bathroom, 
I say, okay, we have to put this game on hold for a second, and or or you know, Jen always tries to time it. So just after I take my turn in like a really big heavy game, that's when she makes a run for it because she knows, oh, it's gonna be a few minutes before she before it comes back to my turn again. Oh, nice. And so then I gotta go and, and man the booth and stuff like that. So we've been doing this and it works really well. I mention all this because Jen was really surprised. She hasn't run the final numbers yet, because a lot of people pay with cash, and so she hasn't added it all up. But she mm-hmm. thinks it might have been her best show yet since being back. Which we oh, did not expect at all. We expect, oh, if it's going to be you know half attendance, she'll probably get half as much as normal. But she thinks she actually did better. Now, of course, you know, the nice thing about BGGCon is it's in November, so it's perfect timing. She's going selling lots of gaming stuff. There's yep. lots of geeks who come along who um, want to buy something so they can bring back. Oh, look, I was thinking of you, honey, um, or whatever. But you know, it's also <laughs> she makes really wonderful gaming glass gifts. So she had a fantastic time. Yeah. I had a great time too. What did I play? I played 13 games. And the, oh, wow, the nice. question that's always asked, I'm sure you get this whenever you go to a convention, well, what was the secret game? What was the game nobody's ever heard of? Yeah. What's that hidden gem? Yeah, the one that flew I under can, the radar. Yeah, what's that under-the-radar yeah. game? I can tell you right now, Neko Harbor. N-E-K-O Harbor. It's one of the games we play. Mm-hmm. Do you know it? Uh, no, but I saw you yes, post the picture. Yes, that game. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I played it with uh, with a few, uh, with three other guys, and um, and one of the guy's girlfriend who's there. Oh, who's speaking of which, by the way, I got her card because she's a very talented anime artist, and she can do chibi stuff. So I'm going to be contacting her Ooh. to maybe do some chibis of you and me so that folks on Twitch wow, can have some nice great. chibi emotes and whatnot. Of, 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 yeah. uh, of, you know, and some of Jen's glass art and stuff like that, too. So I need to get in contact with her. But we were all blown away. The rules were terrible. Some of the worst rules I've read this year. Very, very difficult. Made it very hard to learn the game. But once we got it going, we all agreed this is really different. It's a really interesting engine builder that was very clever, had really great pace, really great presentation, a wonderful theme about um, you know, trying to build up a transport industry that in the end is all about just trying to get people out to see penguins um, in Necco Harbor. Oh. Um, yeah, when we were playing, Jen nice. actually put a couple of her glass uh, penguins, so they became the uh, the goal we were all trying to get to Jen's penguins instead of just the penguins that are in the art. Uh, I'm very impressed right. by Neko Harbor. Um, but, I mean, I, I had a good time nice. playing a bunch of games. Um, and, uh, yeah, had a great time. Cool. And I think that's been giving folks enough uh, time to ask some questions, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got one that was highlighted from our friend James right. Brazil. Can he you highlight stuff favorite now, meal from by the way? BGG. Do you have access to that, or uh, do yeah, I need to pin stuff? Um, I don't know if you pin it or I don't know. Remember, you got to log into press... Twitch as me. Oh, what is this? Uh, I, I oh, think hold I'm on a second. Mod view. Talk to the audience. Yeah, yeah. This is the dog groomer. Okay. Oh, go. Yeah, take care oh. of that, friends. So let's see. Uh, James is asking about favorite meal from BGG because this is Twitch after all. We need to talk about food. Yeah, we'll ask Arado when he gets back okay. off the call here. Um, let's see. Oh, question from a tragedy sixty-five. Uh, you guys have the shelves set up for one game per shelf for the show only, or do you prefer the shelves that way all the time? We, um, I know Rado has his shelves all the time like that. I do too. I learned this from Rado. Uh, number one, I think it just looks cooler. But number two, you actually increase your shelf space, right? So I'll take a look at this one here. Right behind me, Chai. I've got four games back here. That's normally what you know is, would be here, right? Whether I stack them horizontal or vertical. But by pushing them back and putting one in front... And I have five games per shelf. And that's that's the, like that everywhere. So in this case, Empower of Empathy. Hey, I've got Cascadia back here, and I've got four more games back there. So it increases the uh, how many games you can put on shelf by like you know 20% or whatever it is. So yeah, we, we do it uh, we do it for the show and off off the show as well. Okay, All so right. you cannot. So we're just talking stuff. about the shelf. Uh, I we'll figure that. Stuff, out. But I think it's because I'm on non-mod view. Oh no! I mean, you you yeah. remember? I gave you all the keys of the kingdom. You've got to log into, but but you have to do it through. Streamlabs OBS. 
Because oh, okay, in Streamlabs OBS, that's though. what puts the little ticky thing so you can um, tick people's questions. Got it, got it. Okay. So I just took care of uh, – James was actually asking you your favorite meal from BGG mm. because this is Twitch. We always talk about That's food. a good point. Okay. Uh, what did we do? We do um, First thing, we just had they, – they had like a little stand set up, and they had something called walking tacos, which I'd never heard of before. I guess it's a thing in Texas. <laughs> do you know what walking tacos are? Yeah. I've heard about them. I have not. I've heard about them. Yes, it's a yeah. We both like that quite a bit, and it was the cheapest meal we had by far. Um, But for the rest of the time, (laughs) we were. I mean, we were doing like DoorDash and Uber Eats because at the end of the day, we were both so tired. We didn't feel like going out to restaurants or or and all that. So we would just have stuff delivered. Um, And uh, we went through all of our um, new emails and phone numbers so that we could get the first time twenty five percent off bonus. (laughs) You know, uh, sales off of off of them uh, yep. so they would be somewhat reasonable because man i mean wh- where we live we can't get food delivered nobody delivers out where we are so that's just kind of fun to do okay. um the best thing we had at the convention was probably chewy's chewy's is a uh, tex-mex restaurant that um i used to eat at all the time oh. when we lived in in uh austin texas and when i saw oh there's a chewy's in dallas yeah. and they're doing delivery we went with that it had some excellent tortilla soup um, it was so good, but we got okay. so much of it that we actually carried it with us on the plane, um, so we could have it later. Uh, and nice. oh, what did oh, and, and I had uh, a, a chewy lupa, which is like their version of a you know a chalupa um, with queso chalupa, sauce, just yeah. and um, and uh, ranchero sauce, just covering it. Oh, it was so amazing! And I don't even remember what Jen oh. had. Uh, it was good too. But uh, yeah. yeah, oh man, that was great. But actually, the best meal by far was waiting at Dallas Fort Worth. Um, you know, we, our, our departure gate was E, but whenever we're in Dallas, Fort Worth, it doesn't uh-huh. matter where we are, we're going to get on the skyline to make it over to gate A because there is a, a Salt Lake barbecue. And from our years living in Austin, oh. uh, there's this, uh, the best barbecue in the universe, as far as we're concerned, is Salt Lake. Really? And so they've got a little, you know, what do you call it? A little satellite one, you know, in the airport. Yeah. So you either got to go to Austin, or if you're Dallas Fort Worth and you can you have enough time to make it over to the A terminal, you can get. I mean, it is literally. I mean, it's a mustardy horseradishy type um, barbecue sauce, which is normally not okay. something I like. But theirs is so special. I mean, they're yeah. they're known for how unique it is. It tastes like nothing else in the world, and it's better than anything else in the world. When we lived in Europe, we would have friends. We would ship cases to friends who we knew were coming over to Essen, so that they would mule it over to us, so we could take it home. So we could, because you know, half of the wow. recipes Jen does is based on Salt Lake barbecue sauce. So actually, getting to have oh some raw, original, you know, straight from the from the grill was fantastic. So that was our best. Cannot oh, recommend highly great. enough. In the Dallas Fort Worth uh, at Terminal A uh, Airport, the uh, Salt Lake. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to remember that. That's that's always like the terminal that I stop off. Oh, there you go. Yeah. East. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Tim says that my last time in Dallas Fort Worth, I ate at the Bond shop and it blew my mind. So good. Oh, okay, cool. I did not know. Yeah. You know, usually my, you know, now I think about my layovers are usually really quick, like an hour Mm -hmm. or so. So I don't, I don't have much time to, you know, mess around in the airport, but I'll have to remember that. That's great. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else we got here? People making jokes about Chewy as far as, uh, like, Chewy the Wookiee. Yeah. Uh, well oh, done. hey, you know what? Um, let's see. Were there – I think we did have some more stuff that people have um, bought, oh, haven't they? Yeah. So we need yeah. – I mean, if they've actually spent so some channel points, we need to hit those, don't we? Let's see. Yeah, we had some trivia, right? You were we had two trivia. trivia Pursuits, one Ruel Ranks, and another argument. 
So we do not have enough time to do wow. all of this. Uh, folks, show yeah. up next week, and we'll get the rest of this done in the pre-show. But what do you want to do? You want another argument? You want to do a Royal Ranks, or you want to try and hit some trivia? I would definitely want to hit some trivia, because I need to hear this story about 666. Well, okay, I'm going to mark, um, let's see, uh, Zedarek <laughs> requests, or no, no, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Goblin981 requested. I'm going to mark that as complete. I need to now pull up the big wheel, if I can find it. Spin wheel, there it is. Boop. And then I need to come over here to a completely different page and um, log back into Streamlabs because I bet. Yep, no, it did, it did remember. Good, good, good. Okay. So that means, where's the spin wheel? Oh, why am I not? Why don't you stay where you are? Okay. All right. Go to widgets. And I remember oh. it's down at the bottom. Spin wheel. And then go to spin. Okay. Okay. And I can't actually see what's spinning. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Here it comes. I can, I can see it. It is Rotto. Okay. Nice. I, know, I might have built this up a little bit too much, quite frankly. Let me hide the wheel. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it, I mean, it, you know, it is the very definition of minor trivia. When I was at Nintendo, I was at Nintendo for three or four years when I was in college at the University of Washington. I was a gameplay counselor. This was before the internet existed. This was before GameFAQs.com existed. This was before YouTube existed. Oh, wow. And if you got stuck in a game, what you had to do was call a toll-free number. I think later on it became not toll-free because it was a real loss leader for Nintendo. Uh, but you, you called originally a toll-free number and got a gameplay counselor, a, prof- a video game professional on the phone who would tell you wow. how, where um, where the key to Ganon was in the seventh level of, of Legend of Zelda or how do I find the Maui Maui ball or whatever it might have been. You know, most of my references are old original NES titles because that's when I was doing this. And um, just it's just it's no big deal. But, you know, beca- because I worked in a call center, it was a, basically a customer service rep, but the best customer service job in the universe because you're not helping people, you know, fix their computer or find out where their yeah. money got missed. You know, and just, you're, you're just dealing with people who are like, I'm so desperate, can you please help me? I can't beat this boss <laughs> or whatever. And we're like, oh, well, I played that. Here's what I did, and, and et cetera, et cetera. But it was a call center, so often people would call back, and, oh, can I, can I talk to Richard again? Or, um, or, 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 I don't really know that game. Let me transfer you to somebody. So we um, pretty much memorized everybody's extensions. You know, everybody, oh, if everybody knew I was really good at you know, Battletoads because I'd finished it or whatever. And um, the weirdest thing for everybody was my extension was 666. <laughs> so the whole company, whenever, you know, there were certain games I knew better than anybody else. And so they're like, oh, oh I got to type you in a 666. And there were some people on the floor who were not happy having to type that in all the time to transfer a call to me. Um, and there was one guy that who said, funny. dude, let me trade. I so want your extension. <laughs> like, one, I don't know if we yeah. can. I think it's associated with my customer employee number, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, yes, that's my that personal connection with 666. A little bit of Rotto trivia. That is great. Um, that was my, I, uh, I guess you could call it my call sign, but it was really my extension when I worked at Nintendo, which is a bit that's of trivia fun. in and of itself. Yeah. All right. It. Three minutes. Right. Not enough time to rank. Do, oh, let's just do one more. Or, 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 or let's see. Any more questions come up? If not, we'll do one more trivia. Um, uh, well, actually, someone was asking where. Oh, shoot. I just oh, lost no. it. Um, they were asking about. Um, and I, I now I just lost it. I, I should have. Gone forever. Yeah, gone. Uh, let me. Well, actually, let me scroll down. Maybe it's right here. What? Okay, Meeple Maven wants to know what is a shout out that you can. Oh, buy oh, on the list. On the Basically, list. that's kind of the equivalent of you know how people would write letters to their local DJ, their local radio station, and um, you know to the DJ saying, "Hey, could you wish a happy 78th birthday to to my grandma this week? And could you say this?" So, I mean, it's a shout-out. So, if you pay for a shout-out, you can get us to say stuff. And the interesting thing about Twitch is, 
anybody can take any portion of our video and turn it into a little standalone video. So if you want, if you're in a game group and you want us to, you know, if you if you guys all have an in joke where you always make fun of Bob and you want us to say, Bob, you never get first player or whatever it might be. You, you tell us what you want. You, you buy that, you, you, the text comes up, and me or Ruel or whatever will say it, and, um, and then you can clip it, and you can share it with whoever. Yep. Um, you know, that kind of a thing. Yep. That's, that's what a, a shout-out is. It's the equivalent kind of a cameo, except we're charging Rotto points instead of real money. I guess I should put that in the yep. description. It's basically like a cameo. Right, that's what cameos are, yeah. yeah where yeah. people pay celebrities right. to, to say hello yep. to them in video form. That, that's, what, that's what the uh, yep. shout-outs are. All right. Cool. And in case you're wondering what that means, okay. folks, if you came in late, uh, the longer you watch, the more Rotto points you get. You click that R down in the bottom right corner of the screen, you can spend those Rotto points to make us do all kinds of stuff. But the rest of that stuff will have to wait until next week because, um, oh, and Meeple Maven says maybe that should be more expensive. It's interesting. Everything was more expensive, but for like the first three works, nobody was buying anything except for Goblin989, who was buying everything. Uh, um, uh-huh. yeah, okay. Oh, oh, and uh, I see. Goblin um, just tried to do one. We <laughs> will exercise some editorial control, Goblin 981. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> let's see. I, I, you know what? Okay, Goblin anything. paid for it. I mean, uh, Goblin's actually got stopped by an auto mod. It's not appearing because it looks kind of uh, trolly, but you're doing it at good intention. So, what the heck? We'll give you this one. Um, I will allow it. Um, so, fun. it should yeah. appear. Uh, 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 folks, yep, this there. one's uh, for Goblin. Hey, everybody. I'm a big stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. Thanks for watching. Talk to you later. So long. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, he didn't even pay for that one. Oh, you got me. You that. got me. Still, Good I expect that one to be clipped very shortly. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be all over the internet real soon. <laughs> Clip it, Goblin. Um, gotcha. To the moon, Goblin. All right. To the moon. Well, Okay. I think that's it. We are Dunsville. So the last thing to do is raid, which, by the way, folks, if you hang out for the raid and we find somebody else to, to go and watch, you'll get even more points that you could then not spend by doing a long con like Goblin just did and tricking me in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, you Goblin. Let's see. It looks like Board Game Geek TV is on right now. I love Lincoln and Nikki and the gang. So um, I don't know what they're doing. I think what they're doing is they're, ta- they're doing a post chat about so maybe some really interesting information showing up um thank you james cool. uh thank you very much uh, james says i am loved i love you all except for maybe goblin uh that goblin he's a, he's a sneaky one all right <laughs> well, so let me see if i can set here, up a way, raid for them forget, oh, i'm sorry what yeah don't forget tomorrow yes yes noon, yes we're back here we're playing a game folks yep and you can play with us so the first RVR episode, unlocked by you, by having enough followers, is going to be at noon, West Coast or Pacific Standard Time. Me and Ruel, um, you know, you got to decide now. Are you Team Rotto? Are you Team Ruel? Because two gamers enter, one game leaves. It's not R and R, it's RVR. And uh, Ruel knows the game a lot better than I do. I played it once while we were at the convention, and that's it. So I'm in trouble, everybody. Wish me luck. And in the meantime, let's raid. Uh, 50 viewers heading over to Board Game Geek. Thanks for watching, everybody. And we'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. And if not, we'll see you next week. Bye. And then I push the button. And then a bunch of stuff happens. And um, then I guess, I mean, I don't really know if it works. Because I'm still very scared about it.
and I bring up Chrome really quick, Let's... and I try to go over to board, or I should have done this before, so I could have seen it actually happening live, twitch.tv slash TV. And uh, people are saying, people are shouting, yep. Raid, and Lincoln, and Nikki, and, and the thing is, we're still recording. If anybody jumps on now, they're seeing us talk about the Raid. Oh, I it looks like this. it's working. Okay. I see people are following. So, oh, and it, it yep. makes them dance. See, I am never, yeah, I'll, I'll say I've got a stinky <laughs> butt and I smell my own butt, but I'm never going to dance on this show. At least not because people <laughs> make me dance. They, you cannot spend points on that. But okay, um, just in case somebody's still okay, here, cool. folks, we are out, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you in the post-post show. All right, where's the button? All here right. it is. Here we go. Oh, hit the button.